Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good Tuesday morning, everybody, especially if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan. Congratulations. <laughs> this is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Better than TCU. <laughs> Maybe better than LeBron. He's got an ankle. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, Maybe he just didn't want any part of those Nuggets in Denver last night. You remember night? What the last know. time we played the Nuggets, what we did to him? <sighs> you remember what Go did to Nicola Jokic? You I joke? don't. I you don't do remember, remember that. You took it. I thought he had a cold that Took night. him. He yeah. took him. Yeah. If they give me this. Boy, LeBron, he's got a cold. He's got an ankle. It's always something. Yeah. Well, oh, well. Somebody going to feel it on yeah. Thursday. Are they? Yeah. yeah okay. That rest. <laughs> I, I yeah. feel 50 point of coming on. All right. To all of that, guys, in just a minute. But first, got to start with this college football national championship. The most points ever scored. Georgia won their second straight national championship last night. 65-7, gentlemen. That was the final score over TCU. The Bulldogs, 38-7 halftime lead. That was the largest of any national championship since 2002. So now with back-to-back titles, Georgia is the first school to repeat since Alabama did it in 2011-2012. Shannon, I know you've got a lot to say about this one. What was your biggest takeaway? This the talent level, Skip. That's what it was. Um, it wasn't coaching. Yeah, Kirby Smart's an unbelievable coach. Got his got his start under Coach Saban. Won a couple of won lots of national championships at Alabama. Took that philosophy to Georgia. Recruit four and five stars, and they're littered with them. It was just a talent. Skip. No matter what anybody says, and I know everybody wants to represent their country and their side of the and their conference. The SEC just plays a different brand of football. Mm. There's a reason why year after year after year that conference produces more. NFL players than any other conference. And you saw it on full display last night. The four stars are just at every position. I'm not so sure how many guys from TCU could have actually started for the University of Georgia. They're just loaded. And it was just 65. Skip, they could have got 80. If they'd have left Stetson Bennett, if they'd have left the starters in, they could have got 80. The score could have been 80 to, well, 14, 79. So 79 to 7. That's what the score could have been. I mean, they put the backups in, and they're running up the up and down the field. Mm. It was just, I mean, it, it was embarrassing. It really was. I mean, but there's nothing you can do. That was supposed to be the two best teams. Skip, you had a college yep. football playoff, and the two best teams were supposedly played for the national championship. And we were hoping that we got games at least like the Georgia-Ohio State, something that comes down to the last second, a field goal here or a big play there and whatever. This game was over. Very early when you just when you were just watching it, mm. and I'm looking at like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. the talent level, the disparity in talent was just so vast that even the casual fan could see. 
um, Georgia is that much better than they are, Skip. It's really, and, and the thing is, they just retooled. I mean, yeah, it looks like they might be the new Alabama. But eventually, Skip, that catches up with you like it did Alabama because these guys keep going early, and you keep losing the Julios and the Calvin Ridley and, and the Amari Coopers and the Judys and this one, that one. They keep leaving early, Skip. It gets harder and harder for you to replenish. But just like Alabama, when they were on top, Skip, everybody wants to come because they see that pipeline and they see you putting that guys in the NFL. And guess what? Those boosters at the University of Georgia, they like winning now. So guess what they're going to do, Skip? They're going to fill that NIL coffers. Mm-hmm. That thing going to be running over. And them guys say, well, let me go get a piece of that mm-hmm. because we know they're going to play for SEC titles. We know they're going to play for national titles. Skip, it was just the talent, 65-7 to 7 in a national championship game, Skip. Mm-hmm. That, that's like the Super Skip. You remember those Super Bowls back in the 80s and 90s, how they used to be one-sided? They'd be... they'd be 45 to 7. That's what it's not supposed to be that in a national championship Mm. game. Your your quarterback was the recipient (laughs) of several of those beatings. All of them. John Elway. (laughs) He lost 35 10 to, uh, might have been 35 10 to uh, Washington. He went 42 10 to the Giants. And then 55 10 to To Montana. Yeah. So, games, Skip, in a national championship game, this is supposed to be the two best teams. Two best teams, one shouldn't be 65-7 better no, no. than the other. Yet and still, <laughs> when we picked this game at the end of yesterday's show, we both said that it would be a close game and that TCU would cover the spread and yeah. it would be a good game. Yes. And we were both utterly, completely, devastatingly wrong. Wrong. Okay, so I get what you're saying about talent disparity because we've known that and we knew that going in. But on defense, Georgia had suffered and struggled of late. Yes. And the, the final score against the Ohio State was 42 to 41, Georgia. So they gave up 41 points. Right. And CJ just went up and down the field yes. on them. And it, it gave you pause. Cause for pause. Yeah, right. And, and you, you stopped cold and you said, well, now wait a second, because I watched TCU a whole lot mm-hmm. all year. All I can tell you is there's some talent on TCU, not Georgia talent, but enough that I thought this would be a fun game to watch right. because I thought Max Duggan would do some things against them. And we did see one drive in which he did some things right. and cut the score, as you know, to 10 to 7. That was pretty much the end of that. But the point is, from what I know of these two teams, Georgia played lights out last night. Georgia cannot play better than it played. That was the best game of the year. Yes, it was. And Stetson Bennett said right after the game, this was brutal, cold execution. He said stone, cold, killer mentality. Well, it was. They didn't miss a trick all night on either side of the ball. No. Everything they did was correct mm-hmm. all night long. The execution of it just executed TCU. Right. Meanwhile, I know TCU. I, and you, know, I, you obviously watched them against Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're way better than they played last yes. night. The stage got too big right. for them right out of the box. Yeah. I couldn't recognize Max Duggan. Right. I didn't know who he was because he was the runner-up for the Heisman right. Trophy, and he deserved to be the runner-up for the Heisman. And all year long, I saw him battle his butt off and come back after comeback, albeit in the Big 12. <laughs> but he also did it against Michigan right. at a very high level. And yet, last night, I, I'm just telling you the truth. He played horribly yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. Where You know how you just have a bad day or night? He just had a bad night. Yeah. 
from the start, he was just off and he got out of rhythm and he got off kilter right away and he couldn't get it back. No. And you could just see it in his face. He was just lost. And the harder he tried, the worse it got. Yeah. And they couldn't protect him enough, but he had some time to read. And then he would he would read and go deer in headlights and he couldn't find it. And they would have right. a coverage yeah. sack. Yeah. And it just he went down five times and it just seemed to get worse and worse. Meanwhile, the quarterback on the other side just just played a, an all-time game. It man, was a Joe Burrow-esque game. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, I've seen anything I, like that. His I, game might have been better than Joe Skip for the simple fact he ran, he was running for touchdowns. He was, and the balls were pimped. He was throwing like he was Joe Burrow. I mean, the guy dropped it. He dropped it in the bucket. Just <laughs> right here. Even the throw to McConkey when he's open, he just hit him right there. It's hard. You know, sometimes you just see more. They busted the coverage. And remember the guy who had him covered? He threw he the did. one in the corner of the end zone. He just dropped it and right he, in the And the ball. guy was holding his arm, and he just dropped it in the and, right and arm. And they were fighting over yes. it. But it was tie goes to the runner, goes to the offensive player. Okay, I'm going to show you one play because in a 65-7 to game, there's only going to be one turning point play of the game, and it was made by Georgia's quarterback. And the play became, okay, it's 17-7. to Right. And Georgia's got the ball back, but you think, well, maybe if TCU could yeah, get can one stop, yeah. just one stop yeah, here, and it's third and 10 at the TCU 45, and I'm thinking, okay, if you could just get the ball back here and go score again, maybe we, we'd have something right. going on. Remember, D. Winters is the best player on defense for TCU, number 13, Team. and you saw what happened against Michigan. He was all Hello. over the yep. field. Yes. He, he dominated yes. the game on defense against Michigan. Okay, so let's see what happened on third and 10 from the fourth. This is 11.35 left in the second quarter. So it's early in the second quarter, and they come max blitz, and, and D. Winters has him dead to rights. And Stetson Bennett goes wide left. And I'm going to read you, if I can find it here, the quick quote from Kirby Smart about this. This is Kirby on this play. Yeah. He says that Stetson saw the max blitz, and he beat the max blitz, and he ran for a first down in one of the biggest plays of the game, which takes a phenomenal athlete. He knew what was coming, and he set the guy up. Yeah. Because he ducked inside He's and then spun. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? So l let's see it one more time. He, it, listen, D. Winters can play, yeah, and he, yeah. he can move, too. And so here he comes, and he's running free, he's and he's got him. Mm -hmm. And Stetson spins out and, and ran all the way and then dives for the first down. And when that happened, I was like, okay, that's it. Yep. Because I know what's about to happen. Yep. They're going to go score, and it's going to be 24-7. to And that just seemed like game over. Yeah. So you okay. agree? I agree with you, Skip. Georgia's a better team. But are they 65-7 better? No, they're just not. It was one of those nights where one team – went max and one team went completely <laughs> utterly oblivion yes. where, where they just they just didn't show up from the start nope. and they couldn't get it back on nope. either side of the right. ball so to your point let's look at in in a row let's look at Stetson Bennett's four touchdown passes to your point th th this man's just out of his mind because you can't get a whole lot better than this to McConkey this is Lad McConkey and look the ball's right. It, it's it's right there he didn't miss it Look, this, 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 is this is the throw skip. Look at Mitchell. this. What? You can't throw it any better than that. You can't throw it any better. And this one's going to be. Now throw it this tight end. This tight end is going to have a career yeah. in the NFL skip. I don't know if you noticed that. But he, yeah, he's going to have a career. I, I just hated he has to go back again. Yeah. I did. He should have. He wish he could have left last year. Yeah, he, look at this. Look at that throw. It, it, this is crazy. L look at this. Here he goes. This is him running. That's the first touchdown. That's the first touchdown. <laughs> I didn't know he had the quicks like this. Yeah. He's faster than you think. He, he looked pretty quick to me. Yeah. All things considered, I, I thought, and that's why Kirby said after the game, he said, uh, 
People have slept on Stetson Bennett for too long. He needs an opportunity to play for a long time at the next level. We're going to get deeper into this in a few minutes mm-hmm. here on the show. But, but you know what? After the game, he had a point. Well, what threw me a curve was after the Michigan game, the first words out of Kirby's mouth in the on-field interview, right. on which was it on ESPN? I can't remember right. which network he was on. But, but he just – he just blasted Stetson Bennett the fourth. He he said he's if we're gonna win this thing, he's got to play better than he played. Oh, you talking about Ohio State? Yeah, the Ohio State game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Ohio State, I I thought he was pretty good because his numbers against Ohio State were he threw for three ninety eight and three touchdowns. He had one interception. Yes. It was bad. But remember the last drive against Ohio State. He goes five for five and throws a 10-yard pass to Mitchell for the touchdown. It was a 72-yard drive that that won, won the game, game 42 yeah. to 41. Yeah. Well, that's pretty great, yeah. right? Yeah, when you throw for over 700 yards and have like six touchdowns, you, that's a pretty good two-game stretch. Yeah. And, and yet Stetson said after the game, when I, when I left the field in the game last night, he said that was the first time ever that Kirby had a smile on his face. Right. He's been hard on him because yeah. what was he? He was a nobody. Yeah. He tried to walk on, and they said, you're just too little. You right. can't play here. Right. You, you can't even be the fourth string. And he said, okay, I'll go to junior college. And he went and won a championship, came back to Georgia, and they still said, you're a three. You're, you're, you'll be yeah. our three. Right. No, no, I, I can play. Right. And he kept fighting and kept fighting. And then last year he wins the job, and you know the rest of the story. He right. wins back-to-back national championships. Well, that's pretty great for a kid who's like 5'11". They list him at 190. I don't think he weighs 190. 190. Maybe 180. Maybe. But he's he's in Bulldog lore. When you think of the Georgia, when you think of the Georgia football team, you think of Coach Dooley, you think of Herschel Walker. Stetson Bennett is in that lore. Not Kirby Smart is in that lore. Well, well, Kirby proclaimed after the game that Stetson Bennett has to go down as the greatest player in Bulldog history. Okay, are you going to? I mean, Herschel is Herschel. Yeah, right. And forget about Herschel off the field uh, yeah. for a moment, if you yeah. will, please. Yeah. Just what he did on the field for them. You want to talk about legendary? He was unbelievable. I mean, to me, he, he was, was unbelievable. unbelievable. As a freshman, freshman, he was unbelievable. A true freshman, yes. Right? As yes. a true freshman, yes. you want to talk about man. Yes. He was a man. He was. And the, the point is, when I think of Georgia football, I, I think, just think, think of him. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I think a little bit of Matthew Stafford, but he never won there. No. He was the first pick in the draft. But, no, Skip, you know what? I won't fight you. If somebody says Stetson Bennett is the best college football player in UGA history, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to get on no soapbox and say, no, nah, it's Herschel, it's Herschel, it's Herschel. That man just won two back-to-back national championships, and he was the most outstanding player in both games. So what's your, what's your argument? I understand Herschel had an NFL career. I understand how talented. He was six foot two, 225 pounds, and could run 4-3. I get all of that. But he only won one national championship. That man won two, and he only lost one game in those two years. Back to back, and we know how hard that is to how hard it is to win back to back national championships, especially in this era when guys leave college, they don't stay all four years like they used to. Yeah. And you look at it, Skip, they lost 15 players to the NFL draft, five more than any other team. And guess what? They got a boatload leaving again. They do. That's the the, the <laughs> issue became that you had so many stars leave, but you had blue chips waiting in the yeah. wings. And the blue chips had chips on their shoulders yes. that the, that those kids wouldn't yeah. have had if yeah. they were coming back to to skip the backups are five stars. Yeah. You better make it seem like the backups are walk on. No, the backups are five stars. No, they lost five guys on defense that were first round picks. Five. And guess what? They probably got three or four more that's going to be first round pick. Because I like the kid Jalen Carter. So now, do I. He, I. I need to see a little better motor. Yeah. I need to see a little better motor. I think I, that's going to be the, that's going to be the knock on him is motor. Yeah. But as far as talent, he has it. Okay. 
So what did Kirby keep talking about after the game? People doubted us all year. Well, the, the truth is nobody really they, – they were picked third in the preseason poll. Okay. Doubt? Well, I mean, nobody You went really TCU and he no. didn't pick the 50th, 70th in the conference. Right. They were 200 to 1 before the year to win the national championship. So he said people doubted us, and he managed to convince his team at every step they don't believe in you. Well, Coach, last night you were only a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Okay? And you won 65-7. to seven. And nobody was doubting you coming into the game. Some people were picking TCU to cover. Cover. You know, like it seemed yeah, like a lot of points. TCU. I didn't hear anybody pick. Uh, 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 even Mattress Mac, he bet $3 million he that did. they were going to cover. That was the easy. Vegas yeah. said, thank you. After what you did to us in the baseball playoffs. Yeah. But Skip, Skip, I mean, when you, look at, when you look at Georgia and you look at what they're building, it, it sure seems like Alabama-ish when Coach Saban got there. Well, for and, sure. And then all of a sudden, it's national championship, national championship, national championship, national championship, national championship. That's what it looks like. Now, the, the, the backup quarterback that came in, I don't know his classifications. I don't know if he's coming back. But if you, if you get a quarterback, because that's what Alabama was able to do. They were able to get these quarterbacks. They got Tua. They got Bryce Young. And so uh, – uh, and uh, – uh, Matt Jones. Yep. So you're able to keep it going. But the thing is, Skip, when you got 12, 15, 25, four and five stars around, yep. your quarterback don't need to be a five star. Yep. He don't need to be a four star. He can be a, a, a walk on and play with all those five stars. Yep. And you'll get that. OK, I agree. Then Kirby made one other statement last night about about entitlement, how he said, when entitlement creeps in, you've got a problem. So these kids were so fresh and new to this, nobody felt entitled because none of them had really contributed that much to what happened a year ago. Right. So you had an, a new mix of, of talent right. with chips on shoulder and no entitlement. Right. And by the way, when he said entitlement creeps in, and I, I started, my mind wandered to my favorite pro football team, yeah. my <laughs> Cowboy. suddenly stumbling Dallas Cowboys because it just seems like they haven't won anything, but doesn't it seem like they play with entitlement? They sort of carry themselves with entitlement? Well, because, yeah, because why? They're on America's team. They are. So that, then, gets, that gets passed. Your America's team gets passed down even though you didn't do anything to build that, that, right. that moniker. All, all, all they hear is we're the most valuable franchise yeah. in all the world, mm -hmm. so we're entitled. We're America's team, but you, you haven't done anything to deserve right. being America's team, but that's a whole other issue. Okay, now, just for a moment, I do have to defend the conference I grew up in, even though I went to school in the SEC. And by the way, just for the record, you grew up in Georgia, so you know all about Georgia football. I, I do. Because I'm sure there was a part of you that wanted to go to Georgia, and there was a, mm -hmm. a moment when you thought you were going to yes. Georgia. Yes. Okay. So you get that. I do. I get the Big 12 because I grew up in Oklahoma, Oklahoma fan, and it used to be the Big 8. But it's had a reputation as a pass-first conference yeah. and running as optional, defense is optional. Right. Okay. So I, I do have to defend one, one moment that did happen in 2017 when we were on the show together. Baker Mayfield and Lincoln Riley right. and company played Georgia, yeah. Kirby Smart's mm -hmm. Georgia, out here in the Rose Bowl right. in the national semifinal. And we did at least take them to double yes. overtime. And the final score was 54 to 48. Baker threw for 287 and a couple touchdowns. Did have one interception. But uh, Rodney Anderson, you won't remember, but he ran for 201 yards for us. 
and Hollywood Brown caught eight for 114. You do know who yeah. he is, obviously. Yep. And then on the other side, Nick Chubb is going for 145, and Sony Michelle is going for 181. Two <laughs> touchdowns and three touchdowns, respectively. Right. Okay, so they're running a track meet right. on my defense because it was terrible. Right. But on talent, my offense was talented enough to hang with, with Georgia's overall talent Correct. on both sides of the ball because we did go up and down the field, and the final yards for the game was Oklahoma had 531 to Georgia's 527. So we barely out-yarded them, right. but they beat us in the second overtime. Right. Okay, so just for the record, I had one team that hung in right. with a very good Georgia team. But the thing is, now, Skip, you haven't had that level of talent at Oklahoma since, no. and Georgia has just kept they, building. Well, building I, I think they're – Better than yeah. they were. Then. Oh yeah, because I think the quarterback is better than what they had. I don't know who the quarterback was. Jake yeah. Fromm. I think it was Jake Fromm. Yeah, and it's just better. He, yeah. he was just he's Stetson just a guy to yeah. me. And okay. Stetson Bennett, and like I said, Skip, it's going to be to lose fifteen guys and you back undefeated Whew. for the national championship. And a lot of these games weren't close. The only, the close what the close game they played was Ohio State. Everything else was a blowout. Everything else was double digit. So it was, it felt like some passing of the torch because Coach Saban last night was on the ESPN pregame show yeah. on the panel. And I'm thinking, are you segueing? Are you, do you enjoy this? <laughs> nah. do, you, do you like it? Do you, he looked great. Yeah. And, and he was funny. He told some funny stories. He's, so. uh, he had, they have the second best odds. Georgia has the best odds. And Bama has the second best odds. Okay. Well, Bama's going to be dependent on that, the quarterback. Because we know Bryce Young is going. Will Anderson is going. they got a couple of other guys. They've had about four or five, six guys that was in, tra- in transfer portal. A lot of them going to TCU. A tackle, a running back. There's been a pipeline to yeah. TCU. I don't really know what happened, yeah. but they, they are. They could have used them last night, I think. Boy, it just looks like the balance of power has shifted slightly to Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, Skip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think nobody's doubting that. Coach, well, Saban, Coach Saban might say otherwise, but nah. I, I would agree. So, final thought. Congratulations to TCU on a great year. It's, it's hard to do what they did. I ain't telling from. nobody I went to TCU. Yeah. Man, after that, skip 65 to 7. No, but they That's got the most there. lopsided of a top three team in the history. Well, they were victims of the greatest championship game performance <laughs> yeah. we have ever seen, yeah. right? Okay, so I, I congratulate them. And remember, Max Duggan lost the job in, in preseason camp, right. in, in August camp. Right. He lost the job and only because of an injury to the back. other kid. He got his shot, and then he comes close to winning the right. Heisman Trophy. Sorry, okay. Ash. Yeah. She sent me the little crying emoji, Skip. I wish. Well, it's just terrible. <laughs> but, but listen, for TCU to get there is a major achievement. Yeah. I know who did. I thought you told me Oklahoma was going to be there. They were off to a great start, and so did a bunch of national commentators, including several on this network, were gloating about Oklahoma is back under Brent Venables. Y'all defense worse than old Lincoln. Then guess what happened? TCU happened. Oh, Lane. That, that was the first day I said, uh-oh. Oh, Lane going to have USC right next year, though. Well, is Old he? Lane. Yeah. Well, you mean the guy who can't <laughs> stop anybody just like play, at Oklahoma? They can't play any defense. Huh. They lost to Tulane. Huh. Well, they got the Grinch who stole New Year's at, as their <laughs> defensive coordinator. They better get another yeah. one. Yeah. better go get somebody off Georgia staff. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what they should do, Skip. That's true. <laughs> it was a very different TCU team, guys, than the one that we saw beat Michigan. That's for sure. All right, moving on to the NFL, guys. Let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys, Skip. Have they lost their identity at the oh, very worst time? <laughs> Plus, should the Lakers be concerned, Shannon, about LeBron sitting out? Ooh, that and a lot more coming up on Undisputed.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Cowboys have struggled in the run game the past two weeks, averaging fewer than three yards a carry against both the Titans and the Commanders. According to the Dallas Morning News, the Cowboys have lost their way. Quote, what was once an offense that could run the football largely at will has become a shadow of itself. Ooh, not good timing, that's for sure. Shannon, do you agree with the Dallas Morning News evaluation? Well, the Cowboys, what is their identity, Skip? One week they run the football with conviction. They win the ball game. The next week they want to come back and throw the football with Dak Prescott 45 times. It seems to me that Jerry Jones and the Cowboys don't want to, want, don't want to win like they won in the 90s or win in a way that they seem to have uh, an easier time winning, and that's running the football. They run the football. It's shown that when they run it more than they throw it, they win. But guess what happens? They'll run the ball two or three weeks in a row and win. And the next two or three weeks, here comes Dak Prescott throwing the football around like he's Patrick Mahomes. It seems like Jerry Duck likes the bells and whistles. He likes what Tony Romo gave him, the flash. There's no substance there, but there was flash. Yep. Well, he has substance with the running game with Zeke and Pollard, but he doesn't like that. I would rather win. I would rather lose my way than win in some way that I don't find as as appetizing or as pleasing. And that's what it seems like to me, Skip, because we see it when they run it more than they throw it, they win. But I don't, uh, yeah, but I'm playing. Why would I pay a quarterback 40 million if we're going to run it, Skip, and we're going to run the ball 35, 40 times? Why Mm -hmm. pay a quarterback? Well, that's just the price of doing business, Jerry. Do you want to win a championship or do you want to look pretty? Do yep. you want Star Wars numbers or do you want to win a championship? Because it seems to me the way you're going to win a championship is that you run the football more than what you throw it. And it's as simple as that, and plus defensively. I know what they were the first half of the season, a team that can attack your quarterback and can attack him like no other team in the NFL. And then the last six weeks, uh, not so much, Skip. You take the ball. So I, I don't really know what they are. Who are they? What are they? What do they really want to be? Because it seems it it varies from week to week. All I know is the last game I saw, the last thing you put on tape was that against the commanders. That was 14 of 37, 38%, 
15% QBR, 128 yards passing. Mm-hmm. With a pick six. Through his, his league-leading, league-tying 15th interception, is a, a seventh game, extended a streak of seven straight games. Mm-hmm. Man, it's hard to have a, a touchdown streak. Of seven games. That got an INT streak. And obviously he missed five games and still tied for the interception league. I feel very comfortable he would have run that one going away. I he would have run that one going away because considering he got a streak of seven games, yeah. the likelihood of him going five games without throwing any is not very good. No. So for me, Skip, I don't even know what they are. What are they? You say they lost their identity. I know that when they run the football, they look like a team that could go places, yeah. and then all of a sudden they won't Dak to throw it 40 times because he was close, 37. And guess what? 14 to 37 won't win you, man, won't win you any games in the NFL. Yeah. I did like the way Jen opened this by saying they lost their way. Maybe not their identity <clears throat> because I'm not sure what their identity was. Right. It, it was it was a lot of Micah and it was a lot of Dak. Right. And if I look at no, overall. I thought you said it was a lot of uh, uh, Pollard. Well, I'm, I'm just saying there's star power everywhere. Okay, but okay, but okay, in okay. the end. You know how Dak is. He can do some sensational things, and then he throws it to the other team, and he does more sensational things, and then he throws it to the other yeah. team. But in, in the main, I said they were going to go 12-5, and five, and they did. And in the biggest picture, if, if you look at points scored, they were fourth in the league in points scored, yes. and that was with Cooper Rush playing five games. Right. And you were saying, well, they're winning, scoring 20 points a game. Well, they still finished fourth in the league. Well, I'm going to look first at the metallic silver lining because that, that's still pretty good. Yeah. In third down conversions, they were fifth in the league. That that will win a lot right. of football games because Dak's pretty good on third down. Right. He's also pretty good at throwing pick sixes because yeah. he's thrown three in the last you, four games. He wasn't good Sunday on third okay. down. All right, I got it because they went four out of 18, and that crushed that stat. Yeah. They, they were like third. Right. Okay, what's the biggest picture on defense? Well, they led the league in takeaways. Right. They, they led it they all did. the way through 17 games. Yeah. They are number one in takeaways with 33. Okay, is that good? Yeah. Yeah. I, can can you take that to your playoff bank? I I think so. Yes. I, I I know it's been a while, but I think so. Then, what's the the all telling stat? The the one that just determines everything is your turnover ratio. Yeah. It, it's telltale, and they finished second to the 49ers. They're the Cowboys are plus ten in in turnover ratio, yeah. Yeah. and 49ers suddenly skyrocketed up to plus thirteen. Okay, so they. Obviously, the 49ers, they, they took it away 13 more times than they, they gave it away. away. And, and Dallas is plus 10. Right. Okay. So th- those are very good numbers. Those are the ones where you step back from it and you say, well, wait a second, all is not lost here. Maybe yeah. they lost their way. Or th- well, the other, like you mentioned, you say okay. Dak, those five games that Dak missed. Y'all would have been close if Dak had been playing. Okay. All right. I got it. <laughs> Now, what, what did I tell you from day one? I first guessed this. I tried to stick with it. I said, my team will go as far as Micah and the defense takes this team, right? Well, y'all going to Tampa, and that's it then. Okay, then we're going to Tampa, okay? And we did our video, and I probably heaped too much expectation on him. And I'm not yeah. sure what, what happened to him, but he hit some kind of wall mm-hmm. after 12 games. Because if, if you look hard at the 12-game stats, the first 12 games of the year – well, Micah had uh, – it's actually after 11. Let's do after 11 games. Okay. Let's do the Giants game. He had 12 sacks. So he had 12 in 11 games, and it was good because yeah. he was right at the top. Right. Okay. Then over the last six games, he managed one and a half sack. He got Another. a half at Washington. He got the one early at Jacksonville. Right. So I'll, I'll repeat. Through 11 games, he had 12 sacks. Over the last six games, he had one and a half sack. Right. 
And guess what happened to my team? Through 11 games, my team led the NFL in sacks Did at you? 45. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty great. Yes. You you can you can go places yes. with that, yep. right? That's yep. some yep. rocket Absolutely. fuel. Over the last six games, they had only nine sacks, which finished over that stretch 26th in the league. Well, it starts and finishes with 11 from heaven, my oh Micah, because when he is creating havoc on one side, mm-hmm. it just opens rush lanes everywhere for D-Law and name them, Dorrance Armstrong mm-hmm. and Dante Fowler. They can just feed. They can feast. And nobody feasted because somehow Michael wasn't having the impact that he was through the first 11 games. Okay. So when you lose your identity, I, and again, I'm heaping too much pressure on a sophomore. You know, He's a second-year kid, and he's still just a kid to me, and he doesn't really have his man body that I think he's going to have when he's 28 or whatever. Okay. But – but, but he hit a wall, and I don't know if it's a physical wall. He had some laceration in his hand. I don't know if he just banged up, beat up, mentally beat up, frustrated. Obviously, people started to attack him, attack his aggression, mm-hmm. where, where they would take advantage of it with a screen pass or some kind of read option, which would just leave him on skates. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but he didn't have Lawrence Taylor Charles Haley kind of impact over the last six games. It wasn't even remotely like that. And I did think he did through the first 12 games. Well, it's your fault. Yep. You the one that heat all that praise. Somebody put him on LT Cal. Like, well, Skip, right. you're not going to wait five years? Like, no, I see it right now. Okay. Well, I see flashes, soft flashes of that guy because on just pure burst, he's beyond Lawrence Taylor. I've never seen anything like a man that big. That quick. Yeah. I'm talking about sudden, just, yeah. just explosive yeah. quickness. Nobody could block him. And then they tried two, and then they started trying three. And I, I'd even see him against two. He, he, he would either bull rush him or spin around him, and he, he was causing problems. He was getting his hand on the quarterback, nicking the footballs he ran by. He was a force coming off the edge. Yeah. And then you remember what happened at Green Bay. They have a 28-14 to 14 lead through three quarters. And then, you know, what happened the rest of the way? They end up losing in overtime. And I look at the stats after the game, and I say, wait a second. Mike only had his proverbial hand in the dirt as a, a pure edge rusher seven times mm-hmm. in the game, 41 times he lined up at linebacker. And Jerry on his radio show on Monday says, well, we, we knew what they were going to do. They were going to try to run the ball. Well, you not only did they either. try, they did. They <laughs> ran it for 203 yards. Well, 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 so what did Micah do at linebacker right. that stopped them from running? Nothing. Nothing. Because I'm not sure that's his forte, stopping no. the run. No. I don't see it at all. No. Okay? So the next game, and from there on, Bam, he's completely down in the dirt, or he's a stand-up rusher, obviously, yeah. but he's an edge rusher. Yep, they, he, they gave you what you wanted. Okay, you said, I want him to do it. And then all of a sudden, each week, <laughs> I hear from Micah, man, it's it's hard in there because it's so physical mm-hmm. and and it's just so many really? collisions. And, and <laughs> I, 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 okay, I got it, but yeah. I thought that's what you did. Yeah. I, I thought you could avoid collisions. I thought you could spin or maybe trick them into a bull rush where you knock them on their heels. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I can't explain it unless you tell me that he's hurt, hurt. Like, like there's something going on where he's right. got a banged up shoulder where he yeah, just okay. can't deliver a blow right. anymore. I don't know because I, I haven't heard of anything. Right. I don't. It's not glaring when you watch him to say, oh, he's favoring his whatever. Right. Is his hamstring pulled? Is right. it something? I can't find it. It just feels like he hit a physical wall after the first 11 games. Mm-hmm. And it happens. And yet that was my identity was rushing the passer. Correct. There's nothing like it in your right. game. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's, it's, it's so destructive. Last night, 
Max Duggan went down five times, and some of it was his fault because right. he would just freeze in yeah. the pocket. Some were just coverage sacks. But the point was, if you knock the kid down five times after four of them, he's like, Puh. right? Because it, it's not fun, mm-hmm. and and it's humiliating, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't feel good. Right. And at, over time, it just wears you out. And you saw what happened to Matt Ryan at Jerry World that night. We beat him 33 to nothing in right. the fourth quarter because right. we just annihilated poor Matt Ryan, whatever's left of him. Right. And he can't take that kind of pounding at this stage and age. Brady couldn't take it, but he doesn't take it. Right. Matt Ryan tried to stand in there and make throws, and you know, you saw what happened, right. right? Okay. So we lost the identity of a devastating pass rush. Right. And and yet, okay, if I look at the opponent. If, if I look at the grades right now on Pro Football Focus, yeah. my pass rush is still graded overall. This is a body of work grade. Right. This is for 17 right. games. It's graded the second best rush in the, the whole league. Okay. Tampa's is graded 28. I'm sorry, it fell to 29th. Twenty, so right. second versus twenty yeah, ninth. They, don't, yeah, they Tampa, don't rush the passer. They can't, not okay. unless, they, unless they bring them linebackers or a blitz of safety. But as far as they're just a four man front, they they don't do they it. They can't do it. And they had Shaq Barrett, who's pretty good. Right, he was getting up there in age, but yeah. but he blew his Achilles tendon, yeah. so he's he's gone. It's going to be tough for him okay. to come back from that. It is going to be very tough to come back because he was an older yes. aging player already. Yeah. Okay, I give you that. But my point is, my my pass rush is still ranked over body of work, second in the yes. league. And so I still have that in the, the bank and the tank, and I still have number one in takeaways, and I still have second overall in turnover ratio. This is body of work where you say, well, wait a second, let's not throw out the proverbial baby with the bathwater yeah. here, right? Yeah. Because the, the baby's still pretty great. But, uh, yeah, the baby's pretty good, but you ain't telling me nothing about that quarterback. You don't want to look at them stats that quarterback has been putting out over. over. You talk about the last six or seven games, Look at your quarterback, Skip. Man, I just don't know what to make of him because I, <laughs> there, there's so much to like. Yes. There's so there, much to dislike. Okay, I got it. But when, when you think of CeeDee Lamb and yeah. Dalton Schultz yeah. and Tony Pollard coming out of the backfield yeah. catching footballs and the addition of T.Y. Hilton, it didn't seem to help at Washington, but, but it's somebody – and Michael Gallup – but you, has made big catches in big games. Yeah, but I you, think, okay. But, okay. You, but you forget the guy to get, get all the targets. Noah Brown. Noah what Brown. you going to do about him? A flood is coming. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You, Skip, all the people that you mentioned, you mentioned Dalton Schultz, you mentioned Pollard coming out of the backfield, you mentioned CD. All those guys were there on Sunday. They were. And what did Dak do? And more times than not, what have we seen him do since he's returned? What was it, 38%? 38%. 38%. It's hard to do that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 14 of 37? 14 to 37. Okay. So if I want to do glass half full, I can say, and it just didn't matter. Right. And Mike McCarthy is not going to push any big, deep buttons on that team. So deep down, I think they all knew in the end, Philly is not going to lose to the Giants' backups. <laughs> it could have happened. And yet Dak said all the right things through the week. We need to go win a football game. No matter what the right. stakes, we just need to go play well and win a football game okay. because they had played on a Thursday night at Tennessee and kind of messed around, and it was Joshua Dobbs, and they kind of finally Dak in the second half made a few throws, and they pulled away. Right. So it took that they got ten days of rest. Well, you, you don't want to take the next game completely off. You right. need to go play some football. Right. And they said, well, let's go play. Let's go win the game. Well, it, it, it was such a stinker. It was the only stinker they've had all year. 
that it's got to leave a terrible taste of in course. your mouth, and it's got to take, it's got to sap your confidence, whatever confidence you have. Of course, because that's what you've been able to hang your hat on all year. We haven't had those stinker games like we've had in the years past, mm-hmm. and you waited till the last game of the season to play your absolute worst game when you needed to play your best game going into the playoffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay, but when I look at the positives, they're still there. This is still the 2022 Dallas Cowboys, even though we've gone to 23. But yeah. the 22 season, as a body of work, was still pretty – it was pretty good. Right. 12 and 5, I'll right. take it. Yeah. All right? Okay, so all is not lost, even if they've lost their way late in the year. Mm-hmm. It's not the way you get ready for the playoffs, but if, if you reach deep down, you're saying, well, we, we did all this. Right. Okay. okay. Speaking of positives, you guys should get Leighton Vander Esch back, Skip, yep. and that would be a big help for yeah, that Monday night faceoff with be the Bucs. too, yep. All right, moving on to the NBA, gentlemen. Let's talk a little LeBron now. He missed the Lakers game last night because of a sore left ankle. It is the 10th time LeBron has missed a game this season. Russell Westbrook led all Lakers. 25 points for him, but not enough. 122-109 was the final score, Denver Nuggets. Shannon, is LeBron missing this game a big deal or not so much? No big deal at all. Uh, Ankle soreness. Um, I think the thing is they're going to err on the side of caution, but it gives him an extra two or three days to rest. You know, he played Saturday night, so he has Sunday off, Monday off, Tuesday off, Wednesday off. He'll play again against the Mavericks. On, uh, on Thursday. So you look at, they got the Mavericks, the Sixers, the Rockets, the Kings, and the Grizzlies, all at home uh, in the next eight, uh, starting on Thursday in the next eight days. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be able to rock and roll. And we got a back-to-back in there because we got the Sixers on the 15th and the Rockets on the 16th. I like what they're doing. Did you know he was Western Conference Player of the Week? He was. Western Conference. He That's deserved the, it. His already record, 66 times. Mm-hmm. What do you think the likelihood of somebody catching that record? Good luck with that one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they're very interesting. Average 35, 8, 35, 9, and 7, 35, 9, and 8. Okay. And he's on the season, he's averaging 29, 8, and 7. Yep. Okay. No big deal whatsoever. Let the man rest. Kim, did you see what he did on this weekend? You see what he did to the Hawks? You see what he did to the Kings? So you're admitting he just rested last night. There you go. Okay, but. W- Low. W- 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 I, I, this, this just like torments me. Out of the blue, I'm, I'm excited last night. Because we'd already played an hour and a half of the championship game, and we, we saw what, where that yeah. was heading. Right? Yeah, I've been, I've been left there. Okay, <laughs> me, me too. And I'm waiting for 6 o'clock Pacific time because at Denver, it's yeah. going to be LeBron at Denver. And I'm thinking, okay, let's see. Yeah. I know it's a step up in competition, but they went up to Sacramento and won a game. Sure did. And it was impressive. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, now you're going to step another big up in class to the top of the West. This is the best team in the West at home, mile high, altitude. Not that LeBron hadn't played there a thousand times mm-hmm. before. But the point is, I'm thinking – Okay, I'm excited about this. I'll keep one eye on what's left of this game, but I'm going to keep a bit my, my, my good eye over here on this <laughs> one, right? And all of a sudden, I, I look down, and, and LeBron is not going to play because of an ankle injury? Ankle soreness. Okay, and I'm saying ankle soreness. Will he finish the, the Kings game yeah. just fine? Didn't I, I just tell you okay. something when the drill is going? Jalen Hurts finished the game just fine, didn't he? And then he, he missed did. the next two weeks. Okay, but... I don't remember him turning the ankle in the game. Maybe I missed the play, but I, don't, I just don't remember it. It's also possible, I don't even know if they practice, because these teams today, they don't even practice anymore. Yeah. But did he turn it in practice? No. 
He could have. A, for, for all I know, he's playing one-on-one with Bronny in the backyard no. and turned it. Stepped it could have happened. Stepped on an acorn. He could have stepped on an acorn and turned it. Yeah. A thousand things could have happened, yeah. but it was shocking to me and completely deflating and disappointing uh-huh. that he wasn't going how, to play. You see, how you, you see how you're talking right now? Now, you talk crazy when the man's out there. Now, he didn't play. Now, you're missing him. Now, just imagine, when it's all said and done, how you going to feel when there, there is no uh, he's out for ankle soreness. Okay, he's retired. That's a good question, and I will buy that a thousand percent. I will miss it dearly. Yeah. I mean, it's it. He is the face of the franchise and the league. But don't fret. He got yeah. another three, four years. Well, he should. He, he looks like he does. Yeah, you right? see that? I mean, how are, you, how are you Western Conference player of the... Easy. We get, it, we get that award anytime we want to if we wanted it. But yeah. if we don't play for wars like that. We play for Larry... What, 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 uh, I don't know what they call it. They're going to call it something else now. Yeah. Remember, uh, we, we want that Michael Jordan. We're going to get a Michael yeah. Jordan award. Okay. We'll get the Bill Russell award. And yet, it was just last Wednesday, you know, five days there ago. There you go. Here you go pull up okay. the old stuff. No, it wasn't old. It's five it days is. ago. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they got a home game against Miami. And he did not have a good game against Miami at Miami the previous week ago, yeah, right? He, yeah, he had six okay. turnovers. And that was the concession speech night when he's saying, I, I just can't win with this team. <laughs> I couldn't understand why he would say that because I think you can win with hey, this team. You make it seem like the man was at, uh, he's generally at Appomattox Courthouse. <laughs> like he surrendered. He was not generally. <laughs> okay. The point is that all of a sudden he has a cold. And I'm like, you got a cold? Yeah, Skip. Okay, you got a cold it's been ra- Miami? We tell the people that, that doesn't live in Southern California <laughs> how long it's been raining in Southern California for the last two weeks, and we got another week of it to go. 40 days and 40 nights yeah. it's been raining here. I'm it ankle deep raining. in water, and I got two dogs. I'm ankle deep taking the dogs out. It, it, it is flooding <laughs> here. It's, it's everywhere. We're, and again, there's no more drought in Southern California exactly. because, thank you, God, we right. got this, but please, God, that's enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Turn off the faucet. The, the point is... It, it just, I'm old school here, and I hark back to the days I covered Jordan, and I don't know what the mentality was then versus now that was so incredibly different, but I'm going to remind everybody, Michael Jordan in his career, nine times, nine, nine times he played all 82 games, mm-hmm. and another year he played 81, and another year he played 80, and then the last time that he played all 82, he was 39 years of age in D.C., DC in yeah. Washington. Yeah. Okay, so he was a year yeah. older than LeBron playing all 82. They ain't no more skill. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know what happened. Popovich happened. <laughs> hey, well, you it, know it's his fault. Well, is it? Yeah. Man, you know Popovich was sitting, he was sitting at uh, Tony Parker and Ginobili them home on Southwest Airlines. He was, he did from Miami <laughs> once upon yeah. a time. Yeah, and the league find him. They That's did? So, it was that, it's, Skip, today's, today's NBA player, Skip, where 82 games was a badge of honor that you played every single game, it doesn't have the same meaning anymore to these guys. These guys are perfectly content playing 65, 70 ball games. I'm cool. Okay. But it almost feels like LeBron is going to cherry pick these games where, okay, I'll take that one off, but, but then we got this stretch, like you said, at yeah. home. I'll, I'll, I'll play those games, but then I need to take that one off. And yet, on back-to-backs, there have been two back-to-backs of late where, where he played the second game, yeah. and, and he looked great doing it. And I'd say, well, well, then why do you need to take any games off? We got to stay fresh. Stay fresh? Yeah. 
I mean, you got, if you got a 70 Chevelle and you got a Coot or something, you don't drive it every day. Mm. You take it out one weekend, and it might be another month or two before you take it out again. You just don't drive it every single day. What, what kind of like an SS396? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over 454. Okay. Yeah, I like the big big thing. Dude. Yeah, I like the like four, uh, uh, 454. I like the Cuda or something like that. Yeah. But that's not a car you drive every day. You take it out on the weekend, you earn a thing, go on the weekend, want to drive yeah. with a Malibu, and then you put it in the garage for about three, four months. Pop the top down. Yeah. You want this man to play this man 38. Mm. Or how old is he? Is he 45? I think you and him might be the same age. <laughs> now the man go out there and give you virtuoso performances, and you want to see those every night. No. I, I thought he was on Kareem's heels. He, I, I thought he was Kareem closing is, in. He got him. He's got him? Got him. Interesting. That's one thing about okay. GOAT. When that, once he put that tracker in, once he locked that cross, that cross, you know, you look down the scope, he put that cross on you. That's it? It's You're over. Done? Just tracking. Mm. He's just tracking like a pack of dogs. Mm. Once they get on that trail, once they get on that hunt, we had them dogs, my grandfather let them out. Mm-hmm. Once they get on the trail, yeah. it won't be long. But some days LeBron doesn't go down the trail, says, my ankle hurts. Won't be long, Skip. You, you hear them blue ticks. The blue tick got a very distinct voice. It's almost like, mm. ooh, the mm. bloodhound, yep. that red bone. Uh-huh. When they get on the trail, uh-huh. hey, boy, let's go. So LeBron is a bloodhound. Yeah, he, once he get on that, <laughs> once he started on that trail of Kareem, yeah. it was inevitable. Okay. That which bound to occur, and it's going to happen, he what, he like 400 points away. Mm. It won't be long, folks. Okay. It won't be long. So I'm thinking, what is the priority here? Is it catching, passing Kareem, or is it actually winning basketball Winning games? basketball games. he's saying, I don't have enough help. That seems to be the outcry. And then he told the athletic that. Then he walks it back saying, no. We ain't want nothing back. Happy. We, how many times happy. we got to tell you? How many times we got to tell Rob Palenka to do his job? I don't know, because he told him again. He told him in Miami, and then okay, he told him Okay, we tired of telling you. And I said what I he, – he went – I said what I said. Yep, that's what he said. Uh, he used an F word to make the point yeah. a little stronger yeah. for emphasis. Yes. Okay. So, yet at Denver, he says no because Lonnie Walker the fourth is still out and yeah. Austin Reeves, Reeves is still out, out. Yeah. and so he's saying nah, I don't want to be part of this because we, even the quote unquote goat. I think he's the phony goat. No, but that's baby, my yeah. point. No, but he's the, a big but goat. The, but the point is. As the Western Conference, is it the player of the week? Or player of the week. Week? Okay, week. Player of the week. Okay, as the Western Conference player of the week, I wanted to see LeBron go to Denver and say, I got you. I got this. Wait, we'll do that to Luka. I mean, Thomas Bryant is playing at a high level. We Shooter got, was playing at a high level until last night. We got some. We got some for Luka on Thursday. Do you? We sure do. You love Luka. I love Luka, but okay. I'm not like GOAT. But I watched Boston have a lot for Luka because he didn't have anything for them. We got some for, we got some for Luka. We really? owe Luka for, for what he did he, on Christmas. It was 51 in the third quarter. But right? it won't be 51 again. <laughs> I hope not. LeBron might have it's 51 again. the most anybody's allowed in a quarter the whole year, 51 points. Well, we got, guess what? Yeah. LeBron might have 51 in the game. Well, do you, would you like to put a little taste of dew on it? I'll, I'll just do one case on no 50. I, 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 I'm just saying, you know, I got to okay. see how I feel it. Make okay. sure the ankle's right. <laughs> Make sure the ankle's right. Make sure he doesn't have a cold. <laughs> what else? Okay. No cold. So, cold so here, here's the flip side of LeBron. What? I watched Psycho Tom Brady down there in Atlanta, and, and he just can't help himself. He's just going to play. If you say there's a football game against a division rival and it, it actually counts in the standings, yeah. even though it didn't count to them, he's just like, I, I want to play football. Skip, let me ask I'm going to play. Let me ask you a question. Yep. What do you think is harder to do, 
play court, throw the foot, uh, play basketball, right? Obviously, get up it's okay. harder to play basketball. Okay. It's way harder, but it's not simple to play quarterback. I know, I'm not, no, 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 no. It's, it's yeah. a very tough position. It's and, a very and I position. still say it was insane what he was doing in Atlanta because he just wanted to play. You can argue he wanted to break his own record. Well, well he already got the record. I don't know what he wanted to play for after he broke the record. I, I have no idea. But but the point was, he's only breaking his own record. It's not right. like he's breaking Drew Brees' but record. But the thing I think the thing is, Skip, is that when you get these records, I would like to put them out there as far as possible because right. now with this extra game and these young kids, yeah, right. I want to try to hold on to it. Now, there are some records that that 35 win in the playoffs, yep. ain't nobody touching that. Okay, so I will give you the record. But once it was done, which yeah. was quickly, it, it was done. Yeah. And they have the opening drive. They go 70 yards and 10 plays. It, it was fine. They, it, they yeah. did fine. It looked... You sort of polished what you'd done right. against Carolina a little Me. bit. Let's go. Let's go. No, no, I want to be out there. Then he's moping around like a little kid when he gets yanked with four minutes left right. in the first half. Right. So he played five series in the game, and it felt like he just wanted to play football because he's 45 and he knows his days are at some point right. numbered. And I just, if you tell me it's a football game, I want to go play. Well, Todd Bowles knows I want to keep my job because if I leave this man in here and something happens to him, they're going to fire me before I even get on the plane to go back to Tampa. Truth. <laughs> but, again, it was Brady's doing. The first words out of his mouth after Carolina, it would bother me not to play against Atlanta. But, Tom, it doesn't mean anything. Right. you got to buy if you right. want one. No, I play football. Professionals play football, yeah. and I love to play football. Todd Bowles said after the game, he's like a little kid wanting to right. play football. I believe he. That's why he's still playing at 45 because oh, he got a little well, kid. Well, there's in no him. question that he, that he still loves the game. I mean, because you still have to devote time, effort, and energy into it to go play and yeah. play at the level that he wants to play at. Even though he didn't play at the level that he's accustomed to playing at this year, you still have to put a lot of time in it. You have to, you have to put in, a lot of time. You, you have to be reasonable and rational when you think. Okay, neither of my tackles can play in this game because right. they're both hurt and they right. need the week off. And I lost my and, center. And I lose my center in the first drive, and all of a sudden I'm looking across the line. I don't even know anybody. Right. They're, they're all backups mm-hmm. except for Shaq Mason, but there they're, they're four backups trying to, to make this work for right. me. And Dean Pease is saying, hey, it's a football game to me too, so yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to back off. He is blitzing him like crazy. Absolutely. Okay. Well, guess what? Grady Jarrett doesn't like Tom Brady, and if he gets his shot, oh yeah, he's gonna put him down. Yeah. Right. Because you call the that I'm gonna give you one. To, I'm gonna give you something to call a flag a penalty on before. Because <laughs> last time y'all said <laughs> no, that was well, rough. that's true. You're so right. I, I need to give you something. Okay. So he he is under siege back there, and you want to talk about high risk? It's crazy. You, you you're 45 back there. That's psycho Tom stuff. But it's the opposite. But but LeBron doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. He's got three, he's got three four more years. That's what you're looking at. You know what? He does. He should. I need him. He's going to put that record out there, man. It's going to be – He's going to be at over 39,000, Skip, the end of this year. He might be approaching 40,000. We'll go for 40. Oh, no, he's going for 40. I, I, I say he's somewhere in between like 43, 5 and maybe 45. Okay. That's if his ankle holds. Hey, ankle, there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, the Lakers might be getting some reinforcements back sometime soon. Reports saying Anthony Davis Mm -hmm. is starting Uh the Mm -hmm. ramp-up process, swimming pool workouts, gravity treadmill. We'll see. All right. Skip, I am glad you brought up Tom Brady because we need to talk about him and the Bucks and whether they're getting overlooked in the playoffs. (laughs) Skip and Shannon dive into that on the other side of this break.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Okay, so despite the Buccaneers being three-point home underdogs to the Cowboys, Todd Bowles is confident in his team. He's using the word resilient. Don't forget, the Bucs have had four fourth-quarter and overtime comebacks this season. So, Shannon, what do you think here? Should the Bucs be three-point underdogs in this game? Uh, I don't think they should, but the odds makers are saying the Bucs have been bad all year. We're not just going to look at an isolated incident in which Tom Brady and this offense seem to find their uh, their rhythm against another sub-500 team in the Carolina Panthers and say, you know what? All is repaired. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are ready to take off. That's what the odds makers are saying. We've seen a large sample size. We've seen a body of work, Mm -hmm. which consists over 17 games. We're not going to say one game and all all things have been refixed. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm looking at, and I'm also looking at the uh, the Cowboys. I'm looking at what Dak has been playing like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm thinking to myself, it should be a one-point game or even a pick-em ball game. But considering all things, the Cowboys have been a little bit more consistent. The last couple of weeks notwithstanding. But if you look at body of work, Skip, I believe the Cowboys have been more consistent than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the odds makers say we're going to take the Cowboys' consistency over the 17 games versus the Buccaneers' inconsistency over 17 games. Skip, it's hard to believe that the Bucs have refixed everything that's wrong with them one game. So basically, that, that, that seems to be every, from everything that I've read. And from what I've been hearing is that it's all repaired. After that Carolina... Tom, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady. Skip, over his first two seasons, Tom Brady had 26 touchdowns and five interceptions when targeting Mike Evans. This season, even after week 17, that monster game, he had six touchdowns, seven interceptions when yep. targeting Mike Evans. Got it. So for me, no. Uh, the Cowboys, they don't do well on the road in playoff games. If I'm not mistaken, the last, the last road playoff game they won was that Super Bowl year when they went to San Fran and beat the 49ers. Wow, you're going all the way back. Yeah, but I, that's I the last time they won a road playoff game. I'm sorry I got to go that far back. You're going back to 92? Okay, well. You mean the breakthrough season when they went out there and beat Steve Young? Yeah. And Jerry Rice? Yeah, that last time. Okay, all right. I was there. Oh, uh, wow. Only, only the Lions have, have a longer losing streak on the road than the Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, it's that last time they run a role play game to beat Steve Young. Most of the Cowboy players weren't even born when that happened. Huh. 
Interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Because then they got more dominant, and then they're just winning they, they, at, home. at home. Yeah. Okay, because that year they were clearly inferior to San Francisco until that day until at that, that game, place. right. Because I think San Francisco was fairly heavily favored, that, well, yeah, maybe by five or six right. points. Yep, Cowboys 8-1 and one at home, 4-4 four and four on the road. Okay, that was the year they broke through, through because they got Charles Haley away from San Francisco. They broke through a year before they were ready to they, – they had come, come of age right before your very right. eyes – before you thought they would. Because in 91, they had, they went to Detroit and got run off the field. Did they? Ooh, I was there for that one. And it wasn't about Barry Sanders. It was about Eric Kramer. Yep. He just threw a party he on did. him. And maybe the greatest party he ever threw in his career. But, okay, now back to the question. Should Dallas be a three-point favorite on the road at Tampa Bay? Well, I tell you, I always try to guess what the spread will be before it comes out. My initial guess, now this is going back two weeks ago, so, right. so I didn't, I hadn't witnessed that nightmare in Washington. Right. I thought Dallas would be a seven-point favorite. Really? Yeah, I really did because Dallas, on paper, if I'm just doing it on paper, is way better than the Buccaneers. Right. The Buccaneers have been a bad football team all year. We, we talked and talked and <laughs> talked about it. Brady tries to rise above it, and occasionally he did, and occasionally he didn't. Right. But what Todd Bowles is saying is true. All they have to hang their helmet or hat on is, as he said, our guys are resilient. They didn't blink. You know, we didn't blink. Well, he says we stay in every game, even though it may not be clean all the way. We find a way to be in it till the end, and we just have to make a play to win it. Well, I'm looking at what happened. They <laughs> lost nine games. Right. They won eight, but they lost nine. And the best game they played was probably the opening night at Dallas. It was 19-3 right. Tampa Bay. Right. Here comes Dallas again. What goes around came back around. <laughs> okay, so then we got the loss to Green Bay at home. It was 14-12, to 12, but Brady has the late drive and goes down, and they got to go for two, and Hainsey, the, the new center, he right. never played center, he's clapping for the ball, and he doesn't snap yeah. it, and they get a five-yard penalty delay, and it's back, and, and they misfire. Okay, so they lose 14-12. to 12. Then Kansas City went there, and I thought it was pretty dominant Kansas City, but yeah. it was 41-31, to 31, and Brady hung in there, and there was – Early in the fourth quarter, you thought, okay, he's going to have to go crazy here. But they hung in the game. But they lost by 10. Then at, uh, at Pittsburgh, they lose 20 to 18. And they had chances, and they just didn't cash late. At Carolina, they lost 21 to 3. But if you look, it's 14 to nothing going to the fourth. And they, they hit a, suck up, hit a field goal. So it's 14 to 3. And you're thinking, okay, maybe Brady's going to get hot and do something the way he got hot and did something against Carolina in the final game that mattered, but he didn't. They lost 21 to three, but it didn't seem that bad. Then Baltimore, remember that was a Thursday night. Yeah. It was 27 to 22. They kind of hung in there, but Baltimore is just clearly right. better. And Lamar I think was they scored better. a touchdown late, Skip, they did. To, to make they it did. 22 and then try okay. to onside. Then at Cleveland, they end up losing in overtime. I thought they should have won the game. It's 23 to 17. And then the one nightmare debacle game, they go to San Francisco they got outclassed. <laughs> they got run off the, the football yeah. field that, by that Brock close. Purdy. It wasn't close because it was over by halftime. Yeah. And it wound up 35-7. to seven. So that's the one X game where you just say, okay, that one you weren't resilient in. Right. You didn't have a chance to win that one at all. And then the, the Cincinnati game, you know, it's, it's like good and awful. 
But in the first half, they're ahead 17 to 3 because I thought Brady played maybe his, it was, it was his best half of the year. Yeah. He was 17 to 23 for almost 200 yards against a really good Cincinnati mm-hmm. defense. 17 to 3 Tampa at halftime, and then Brady just completely unraveled in the third and early fourth quarter. Gio Bernard missed the, 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 the fake punt snap. Yep. You remember it hit him I in did. the face? Fifth he didn't yep. ready. Okay, that started it, and then Brady turns it over three times which is not like him, and they crumbled and lost 34-23. to 23. But you can argue they were in position to win the game. And then I'm not counting the Atlanta game because Brady was out with four minutes to go in the first half. But the point is, I, I like what Todd Bowles said. That's all they got. But if I look at pro football focus grades for this team, they're horrible. Yes. No, seriously. <laughs> they are, it, yeah. It, it should be where Dallas should be favored by right. seven because Dallas just clearly in every way, shape, and form is better than Tampa but, in every category. But the odds makers also see that the Cowboys are the Cowboys and based on their history and the way they play, especially okay. on the road, and where Dak's right. played in his playoff career and the way they played down the stretch. Skip, the odds makers got a fact. They're just not trying to give you money. They got to factor all those things in there. So they're trying to, like, hedge it. Okay, we're making three points favorite because I will say this. All things being equal, the Cowboys have been more consistent over 17 games than the Buccaneers. Sure they have. Like, way more. Yes. Okay, so pro football focus grades. Brady's offense is graded 23, ranked 23rd in grade. Well, that's horrible. The defense is ranked 20th in grade. Well, it used to be a strength of the team. It's no longer a strength of the team. Why is the offense so bad? Well, the major reason is they can't run a lick. They're, they're dead last right. in rushing, right. both in grade and in yards. They're, 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 they're bad in a lot of categories. Third down conversion skip, yep. they're bad. Red zone offense, they're it's bad. bad. It's just bad, 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 except in passing, they're, they're graded sixth overall right. because that's all that, they, that do. they do. Through okay? yeah. And that guy can still throw yes. it. And if you give him a little bit of time, he can still hurt you. But in receiving, their core is graded 19th because they have no speed in their no. Godwin's possession. And Mike Evans can trick you. <laughs> you, you can do the pump and go with him, yeah. but, but he's got to set you up yeah. with a four-yard catch and a, four, a seven-yard catch right. and all the underneath stuff right. that he does his possession. And then if you do the pump and go, he can right. get you. Right. And he got Carolina three times right. in that game, as you know. Okay, then you, you look on defense. The pass rush, as I brought up earlier, it's ranked. 29th in the league. They, they can't oh, rush the passer. But their coverage has been pretty good. It's graded eighth. Right. So I do like the back end of the right. defense when it's healthy, but it hasn't been healthy right. all year. Okay? Well, you going to have Carlton Davis? I don't know. I don't know. His shoulder is hurt because he, he hasn't been able to play now right. for two weeks. Right. I have no idea. I don't know. You're going to have Hainsey back at center, or is Ryan Jensen going to be able to come back from the quote-unquote football dead because he was gone for supposedly the whole year, and all of a sudden he's practicing. So I don't know. But the point is, all these numbers say this is a bad football team against a very good football team that lost its way down the stretch in games at Tennessee that didn't matter that much and at Washington, which didn't matter at all. So that's... Okay, does, does the world not overreact to the Cowboys, good or bad, like, uh, unlike any other team in pro football? That there's nothing like the overreaction to the Cowboys. Right. Am I right? Right. Okay? No question. Because everybody just goes way over here or way over here. Right. They're great or they're get them out of my sight. Right now, it's get them out of my sight. And I'm a victim of that, too. I'm a prisoner of that sort right. of over-emotion because I'm emotional to start with. And when it comes to them, I overreact. And I'm overreacting to Washington because it was just 
I don't think that's an overreaction. Okay. Skip. Well, they well, played bad. Well, it was and, just, and the game, yeah. and even though the skip, the game would not have had any significance to the uh, the standing. Yeah. You, you, Philly won, so it, it rendered whatever. But you can't look like that the last game of okay. the season. I I got it. They, they didn't look bad. They looked oh, pathetic. They did. They did. That there was nothing to like about that game. Four out of eighteen on third down, and you let Sam Howell go up and down the field against you. Yep. You're kidding. What what? Is it a way to springboard into the playoffs? No, they, they, they can't feel good about themselves, and, and I can't feel great about the quarterback. Okay, so why is the spread only minus three? I can tell you why. Because Tom Brady has won 35 playoff games yeah, in his exactly. career, and Dak has won one. <laughs> yeah. So it's 35 to one, yeah. and that pulls that spread back mm-hmm. into reasonable. It's right. like minus three. Because you uh, had, let's, let's say for the sake of argument, if Tampa had, had uh, Dallas's record, I guarantee you the spread would be more than three points uh, Bucks favor. Oh, would it? <laughs> I bet oh, you that. Oh, man. You, you got that right. <laughs> well, it'd be, it'd be one of those prohibitives where you say. It would be, uh, be seven to ten points. It, it would be. It might be double digits. Yeah. It well might be because Brady's reputation in the playoffs is he, once he right. steps on your neck, right. he will step yeah, hard. He, they probably, I mean, they give him three points just for being Tom Brady. Yep. So. I, I would agree. So. Again, my original projection was minus seven, Dallas minus seven, but only because th- these last two games, it's Joshua Dobbs and Sam Howell. That's where I said, okay. And, and I can't put a whole lot of stock. As, as happy as I was about Philadelphia on Christmas, what was it, Eve? Yeah. Christmas Eve. It was Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And he threw for 341. Right. So he went up and down the field. Right. Dak was great. That one throw to T.Y. Hilton, I, I don't know, 30, have, 30? Yeah. Is that not the throw of the year yep. for Dak Prescott? Yep. Maybe one yep. of the throws of his career. Yep, I agree. Okay, well, I love that. So it, it felt great that night until you sit back and say, yeah, but Jalen wasn't there, right? right? Right. Okay, so he wasn't there. Well, who, who was? Well, all the rest of them were. And the Eagles' defense is overrated, but I've said that from the start. Special and teams are overrated, too. They're, they're overrated. So my team flexed its firepower against Philadelphia, but there's always an asterisk, and the asterisk was Gardner Minshew. And then you saw what he did against New Orleans. He couldn't get it home. This would be very disappointing if you lose this game. Your season. They, because, I, you know, Jerry started talking about Super Bowls and everybody talking about Super Bowls. You lose this game, Skip. I don't – like I said, and we talked about this, and I'm sure we have a lot more to talk about it next week if you were to lose – I just don't see how Mike McCarthy keeps his job. I don't either. And my only metallic silver lining to this conversation of what if we lose, he has to lose his job. Because I just don't. I, I still don't even know what he does. I, I'm serious. Right. And <laughs> you, you have to look at what happened at Washington, and you have to place some blame on him right. because it's up to the head coach to get people ready to play a game that doesn't matter, but it matters to you. Right. It matters to your future. So you have to instill that message with some fear factor. They don't fear Right. Him. They don't even listen to it. Back-to-back double-digit winning seasons. You hadn't had those since the 90s. <laughs> and? Jerry's not going to be happy. No. <laughs> He's not going to be happy because he was talking real big, Skip, early on. Was he? <laughs> Ooh, was he? And he should have been. Yeah. I was good with it, but uh, I'm not going to be good if they lose. No. Because – they're up against a team that is not close to as good as they are, except for the quarterback. Yeah. And, and sort of the grit of the team, and it's like um, 
you know, there's still a lot of guys left who won the Super Bowl. Well, two but years Skip, ago. they're very few. The, the difference there between Brady and a lot of these the top quarterbacks, they can pull their team along. They can. Can can Dak pull his team? Can Dak pull the Cowboys? If they're not playing good defensively or the running game, can he say, you know what, guys, get on my back and let's ride know. this and let's ride the victory? I don't know. I still have this lingering memory of him running back in the huddle after he threw his pick six. He almost threw two in a row. Yes. And he runs back in the huddle and he's dapping everybody up like we're good, we're yeah. good. And I'm like, D- don't do that now. <laughs> don't do it now. Just go play. Uh, you know, come on, pull yourself up. Nah, out we, of it. We're not good. Okay. <laughs> This Bucks Cowboys matchup unfolds in primetime Monday night, guys, at Raymond James Stadium, which, by the way, the Bucks are four and three in the postseason there. All right, moving on, talking about a proven winner. Did last night's six touchdown performance prove Stetson Bennett can play in the NFL? Guys, can he handle the pros? Uh. Skip and Shannon unpack that when we come back here on Undisputed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Time for our hot topic of the day, sponsored by Safe Flight, the vehicle glass experts. So after Stetson Bennett led Georgia to their second straight national title, he had six, one, two, three, four, five, six total touchdowns. Kirby Smart had high praise for his QB. Smart told reporters, quote, people have slept on Stetson Bennett for too long. He deserves an opportunity to play at the next level. Shannon, we see this debate so often with college QBs. Is Bennett just a good college quarterback, or do you think he has a shot at playing in the NFL? Hell, Kirby, you slept on him for a minute. Why, why you bull jabbing? Good point. <laughs> uh, look, he did something that in the last 30 years very few quarterbacks have done. A.J. McCarron did it, went back-to-back national championships 12-13 in Alabama. Matt Leinert did it 03-04, even though the NCAA tried to scrub it, say something happened, but he did do that. Tommy Frazier did it in 94-95 with Nebraska, and Stetson Bennett did it last night. All of these guys, Skip, did that. Mm. Which one had the great NFL career? There have been a lot of quarterbacks that had had promising uh, uh, college careers but didn't play well. There have been some quarterbacks that didn't have the most promising. Tom Brady didn't have the most promising. He had one season, maybe three or four games. And he I, I, I thought he had one game. It was the, <laughs> the Orange, Orange Bowl, Bowl against Seriously. Alabama. Yeah. Okay, you can yeah. make that case, yeah. Skip. Yeah. And he had the greatest. He had the greatest career for a quarterback in the history of the game. Mm. So there is no rhyme or reason for why a quarterback might play well in college and not pan out in the NFL. So I, I do believe. I agree with Kirby. I believe he should be given an opportunity. Now, I don't know if he's going to get drafted, Skip, but I do believe, based on his resume, someone will give him an opportunity to come into camp yeah. as a street free agent. Okay. Give him a couple of, you know, maybe give him $20,000, $30,000. Okay, son, if you can make the team, you can make the team. Based on his body of work. It's hard, Skip. The man was responsible for six touchdowns last night, and he came out the game with 14 minutes. <laughs> I mean, you look at what he, I guess, LSU in the SEC championship game, Ohio State in the national championship game, and TCU. He threw for 976 yards, accounted for 14 touchdowns, all while throwing one interception. Mm. The proof is in the pudding. 
I do believe the man should be given an opportunity to play at the next level. And if he can't play, but just don't say, well, look at him. He only 5'10". But look, at, give him an opportunity. Bring him to camp and see, what, and see, and see if he can do it. Now, the difference between Georgia and the NFL, everybody is five-star. Mm-hmm. You don't have more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's the difference between the pro. Because all those pro players were all conference, were all something at somewhere. Yep. You just don't have the lion's share of them like you had at Georgia. Okay. But I do believe, Skip, he should be given an opportunity. And who knows? But I know he was a good college quarterback. Doesn't mean that he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Right. Got it. Agree. I don't want to be the classic prisoner of last night's moment. No. So I start with Bryce Young. I'm one over. Yeah. I, I'm sold. But in size, they're about the same size. Yeah. They're both about 5'11", 180-ish. Right. Bryce Young can move. He's not Lamar, but he can move and, and he can hurt you with Hell, his Hell, I mean, legs. Stetson Bennett can outrun Bryce Young. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> that, that got, that's what caught my eye last night. But... I already told you, I'm on record. I believe Bryce Young will be a little better than Justin Fields, okay. which is why there's a dilemma going on right now, a it quandary is. in Chicago. What if? What if Bryce is way better than Justin Fields just because he has got a clutch rifle of an arm? Mm-hmm. It, it, listen, on big moments, I've never seen anything like Bryce Young throwing touchdowns, where, but like critical moments. But Skip, you saw right. Justin Fields in college throw the ball. I did. I didn't see him run like this in college. I, I saw him throw the ball. Remember that game against Clemson? Do I? Spectacular. Yes. Spectacular. Like if we come in the next day after yes. that game, you're saying, oh, there he is. But, right? Oh, it's amazing when you throw to Chris Olave, you throw to Garrett Wilson, and you throw to those guys. So how about Chicago? How about give him a, a, a Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave? How about giving him some receivers? And let's see if he can throw the, throw the right. ball in the NFL. All right, you could be right. I'm just going on my gut instinct okay. that Bryce just is a pure thrower of the football and a clutch thrower yeah. will be a little, if not quite a bit better than Justin Fields. We know he can run because I've never seen him <laughs> like it. I'm talking about straight away when he yeah. – like. It's not make you miss kind of no, running. No, 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 no. It's just run. he no, takes he got, off and he's got a gear where you say, "Wait a second. He, he's like Skip. He's like your vet. You yeah. get on it, he get gone. gone. The tail lights disappear gone. on you. It's so he's gone. not like Lamar. He don't have no, wiggle. He's not, not like how uh-uh. he, no. That's not what he does. But he had strength. He'll he'll wheel out of a sack. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if yeah. you get let him loose, woo, yeah, yeah. Once loose. he step on it, woo, he's 20, 30 yards yes. on you. Okay, now back to this kid who's not a kid. He's 25 years of age. And, and then I start thinking, well, wait a second. I think I read this this morning. He's that, one year younger than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he's, he's, he's younger than Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, he's older than Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Brock, obviously Brock Purdy. He's older. He's man, 25. Man, he played a little boy. He played with the kids. He's yeah. an old man. Okay? <laughs> because he's been there forever. And he went to junior college, and then he maxed out his yeah. eligibility. At yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand how they do it, because these kids, now Bo Nix got another year at Oregon. I'm like, bro, you I, played I like know. three, four years at Auburn. I have no idea. I, I don't know how you do it, but <laughs> God bless you. Okay, now back to this 25-year-old. And Kirby Smart, is he just trying to make – make him a little money at the next level because he said people have slept on Stetson Bennett for too long. He needs an opportunity to play for a long time at the next level. All right, so let's go back, and and I'm going to show you one more time. The play of the night for me was that third and ten play. It's it's 17-7 to at that point Georgia, and I think if TCU could just get a stop, maybe they could get a score and get back in this game. It's third and ten at the TCU 45 early in the second quarter, if we could see this play. Up your shoulder, son. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. 
D. Winters is their best defender, and he's got, drawn a bead on him. And according to Kirby, this is a setup play where yeah. he actually deked him inside and set him up for the, the uh, flank. And once he got out and around, it looks like he's faster than D. Winters. Yeah, he, 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 he's pulling yeah, on him. The red 13, I run into white 13. <laughs> okay, that's true. No, that's true. I didn't know he had that kind of quicks to right. him. Well, he looked like he could – we'll see when he goes to the combine – could he run four six or seven? Oh yeah, he looked, that, that definitely like four I mean, six. Is it? Could it be four five ish? Yeah. Maybe. Skip, maybe. I think the thing is, Stetson Bennett, whether he played pro or not, he said. Oh well, that's to, true. To do what yeah. he did at All that right. school, he ain't gonna have to worry about whatever his major was. I got it. He can go there. I right. think they should retire this kid's number. Right. I don't know who all number. I think Charlie Sinkowitz, and I think uh, uh, was it Charlie Sinkowitz or Charlie Trippy? But one of them, I think it's him and Herschel. Okay. 13, no, nobody else should be allowed to wear 13. Okay. All right. So back to Kirby. He's saying after the game, when, when you have a quarterback who can check to protections and check into things that, that only he can see and know what the defense is doing, yet still beat you with his feet, then he says you have a high-level quarterback. I think the kid is smart. He seems like a good – he's not a kid. He's 25. But, <laughs> but he's, he, 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 he seems like – he could be a really high-quality backup Back quarterback, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Where you could trust him because from what I saw last night, those touchdown throws, he's got a live arm that's even liver than I thought. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so how many times have I looked up this year at some back, and I don't want to call names and try to shame backup quarterbacks, but I saw a whole bunch of backups get forced into games this yeah. year where they're just not that good. No, they're not. Right? No. Well, he's better than a lot of those guys, yeah. right? Okay, so to me – I'm not going to be surprised if somebody snatches him up maybe third or fourth round. Oh, no, I don't think uh, you, you think you're going to die? Just to, to, to bank on him for the future, just to say, I want him in my room. Right. And I, I, I like to have him around because he's, he's a good soldier where he, he's not going to make any waves. He's yeah, not a yeah, diva. Yeah, I, you agree. Know. I agree. And, and he, he would come across as being very comfortable being the backup quarterback. If nothing else, he could, he could turn into a mentor because he's a smart guy right. for – your your stud yeah, your yeah. star quarterback. Well, he oh, he gonna be okay. older than the star quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I got it. How you a rookie? Right. Are you so, older than the so, starting so quarterback? Maybe, yeah. maybe fourth round. I could see somebody taking a shot because the tangibles here are pretty tangible. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't look like a body that small could produce a throw with that velocity, right. but but he does, and so does Bryce Young. I, I think the thing that that's most impressive, Skip, is that obviously he's 25 years old in college, but he didn't give up. You can live with that. I mean, somebody somebody that's going to stick to it, that has a vision, he says, I want to play at the University of Georgia, and I want to play quarterback at the University of Georgia, and I don't know if I'm going to be a starter, but in his mind, he probably said, I can start, I can start. I think I'll beat that. And he had to go the JUCO route. And then and they come back, and he's the third string, and things start happening. Guys start getting hurt in front of him. Yep. Kind of like a Shannon Sharp skip. I was all, Every tight end got hurt. Clarence K got hurt, or Samoli got hurt. Black then there was no fridge. They called it Plan B, where you, you, couldn't, you couldn't protect. There are certain guys that you couldn't protect. Yep. They signed Chris Verhoes from the Houston Oilers yep. be a Plan B. He got hurt. I'm the biggest tight end. I'm the biggest wide receiver. I'm 213 pounds. Okay. Dan Reeves said, hey, would you play? You'd be willing to move to tight end? I said, coach, I'm going to get a chance to play. He said, yeah, you learn to play. So at the okay. end of the season, I'm playing tight end at 208 pounds. All right. And the rest is history. You seized the I, opportunity. I seized the moment. Okay. I got it. 
All right, my final concern here is there's a little voice in the back of my head about both Bryce, excuse me, about both Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett. Okay. And it's 5'11". Right. Because the little voice in my head says, this is the grown man league. Right. And once you go up in it, the, the, the linemen are so tall and strong. They're all, the, the pass rushers, <laughs> they're all 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, right. And it's hard to see over them. You got to throw through lane. Skip. Okay. Drew Brees has given the small man, the court, the quarterback, the ability that I can do that. And now you see a Kyler Murray. So you see Baker, what's Baker, six foot tall? Yeah. So, Skip, what Drew Brees? Kyler's 5'10", a little over 5'10". Drew Brees is every. I, I think Drew Brees was slightly taller than you think he was because he was a real full six feet okay. tall. I've what, stood next to him and said. What about Russ? Russell Wilson. Not. Okay, but he created. Back in the days when he could move, right. he would move to create throwing lanes. We saw a little creativity on Sunday against, we did. Uh, against the, we saw uh, against some the Chargers. Flashes. Yes. I, I would agree. With, with Bryce and now Stetson, but especially with Bryce, the next issue is can you take the pounding? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get pounded. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially if you go to a bad team. That's like Skip going to Chicago. Skip, now you're like, please, I, Chicago, I don't do me like it. this. Okay. Because Justin Fields is a bigger man who can take some of the beating, and even he at the oh, end of the year. Oh, they wore him down, too. They wore him down. You remember what, Skip, remember what happened with the, uh, 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 David Carr? Yeah. He went to Houston. Oh, well, it was terrible. And they couldn't protect him. Mm-mm. And he got sacked like 70-something 70, 70 times his rookie season, yeah. and they broke him. And you're kind of mentally shocked and physically shocked. Yes. No, no I agree. So, yeah, if you, uh, uh, Bryce Young going to, going to Chicago, and I think, see, the difference is, Skip, you're not going to waste the first-round pick, or you're not going to give up a first-round pick to get Stetson Bennett. No. You're probably talking about the number one overall draft pick, $40 million fully guaranteed. That's correct. You're going to guarantee all five years of that contract. You are. Okay. I, I got it. But with Bryce Young, boy, I liked what I saw. But, hey, he played at a big-time program, and he played in big-time games, and he came up clutch. There's not, Skip, I don't remember a game in which you said Bryce Young was the reason they lost. No, never. Seriously. <laughs> And I kept saying, he's such a little man, but he plays so big. But he would throw, I mean, he was dealing. He could throw, I mean, he, he, the accuracy in which he can throw. Yep. And he, he's mobile. He's athletic enough he to get out of harm's way. Absolutely. Well, guys, if Stetson Bennett does end up going that backup quarterback route, like, say, a Chase Daniel, that's not the worst plan in the world. Yeah, yeah, sure he's made not. a lot of money no. over the years. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's talk about firings in the NFL. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, did the Cardinals make the right move parting ways with him? Got to get your take on this one when Undisputed returns. Firing Cliff Kingsbury yesterday. That ends his four-year tenure as their head coach. This comes less than a year after Kingsbury signed a big extension through the 2027 season. The Cardinals finished this season last in the NFC West at 4-13. and Shannon, what do you think here? Was this the right move for Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals? Yeah, we saw this coming, Skip. And clearly, these teams are not listening to the NFL because they've asked them to start firing all these coaches, Skip, and, and front office people with all these years on, left on their contract because they've given out over $800 million over the last five years. But clearly, these teams said, when we're done, we're done. Yep. Yes, we saw the friction between Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. It started with the clause in the contract. Yep. 
The only way they knew that Calamur was not studying because Bill, Michael Bidwell, uh, uh, the GM, Kime, yeah. they don't know anything about no steady habits and no players. They don't. That came directly from the head coach, and Kyler Murray knew it. Yeah. If we see on the sideline, Skip, and it went over the Saints, Kyler is yelling at Kingsbury, come to – He did. I've never – look, I've seen go back and forth, but I've never seen – and even though the, 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 the head coach is the offensive coordinator, I've never seen a, a quarterback talk to the coach like that. I'm like, bro, he done lost all respect for you. It's just a matter of time. Because yep. at the end of the day, that's all we got. We got respect. Player got to respect coach. Coach got to respect player. And if it don't, just just, just move it along. <laughs> and so everybody saw that writing on the wall, Skip. And this year, the good uh, – it was bad from start to finish. D-Hop missed the first six games. Yep. Kyler Murray got hurt, but he wasn't playing well before he got hurt. He wasn't. They squandered last year's great start yep. and then get blown out at home by the Arizona Cardinals. So we, I think everybody saw the writing on the wall, and I just don't understand you gave him a five-year extension. So the man got – he get paid by the Cardinals from 23, 24, 25, 26, and 27. So if I'm Cliff I King – unless you get another job, then it, it – No, no, the first, year I'm, the first year I'm working for the Arizona Loafing Company. <laughs> now, I ain't doing nothing but loafing. And the Arizona Cardinals picking up the tab. Yep. I'm keeping my house in Paradise Valley. I think that's where he got a nice little crib out yeah, there, Skip. nice. Yeah, I ain't, going, I ain't doing nothing. Yep. I'm going to kick my heels up. Don't I, call me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to disconnect my phone. I hear you. So, yeah, Skip, we, we saw this. And then they have some off-the-field issues with the coach, allegedly, you know, Mexico groping somebody, and he resigned. And they, they, uh, uh, they just, uh, just a lot was going on. Yep. And so with that being said, no, I'm not surprised that Kingsbury got fired and the general manager stepped down. Nor am I. And I must add to what you just said, I was shocked when he got the job in the first place. <laughs> he had been fired at Texas Tech yeah. with a losing record. Right. Wait a second. Yeah, he's failing upwards. Normally what? when you fail, you go down. He's falling up. What? Then he got the – remember, he was the offensive coordinator at SC. And then before call one play, they're like, you know what? Come on out here. What? <laughs> You're kidding. And I like Cliff as a guy. I like him. Yeah. But what did he do to qualify to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Be, be born to his parents. Okay. He got it. That's exactly what he did. He was born <laughs> to his parents. Okay. So he, he had his moments. They had the one big year where they went 11 and 6 and they reached the playoffs. Right. Okay. But too many times they rose and fell. Remember, Skip, that was the year they started 10-2, and two, though. I know. They started 10-2. and two. And you thought, okay, he's a hot commodity, and then he wasn't hot. And obviously, as you point out, first six games this year, no D-hop. And then Kyler was gone for the last five games. Zach Ertz was gone for the last seven games. So you, you can say there's some built-in excuses. Right. But to your largest point, in the end, if you clash with your quarterback to the point that you guys just can't make it together, you are going to be gone, Mr. Head Coach, because they can't fire Kyler. Unless you Belichick. Yeah, unless you're Belichick. <laughs> that is true, but there's only one of those. those. We're going to talk about him in a few minutes, yes. and he may be on some yes. hot, hotter and hotter seat. Okay. But to your largest point, when, when Kyler is screaming at the head coach near the sideline yeah. on the football field, calm the F down, when Kyler goes after a game, remember they lost to the Chargers on a late touchdown right. and a two-point conversion, they lost 25 to 24 to the Chargers at home. And after the game, Kyler's asked about play calling or whatever it was, and he said, the quote from Kyler was, schematically, we were kind of effed. Well, you want to talk about a shot at your yeah, head coach exactly. and play caller? Yeah, you're uh, right. You were? Really? Okay, back to the clause. The 
study clause. <laughs> I've never heard of anything. You never heard of anything never. like this. And it was bad enough as is, but it, it's put in the public contract, Correct. so you can't undo it. You can't. You, they tried to. They tried right. to rescind it, but it's already out there. Right. And once you do that to the quarterback, once you suggest that his study habits are poor and he needs to be forced to do X hours of study a week, ne never heard of that. I have a hard time wrapping my head around right. it. Once you do that and it goes public, I think you're done with the quarterback because I think he was done with you. Yeah, I think so too, Skip. And my, my thing is, if I'm Kyle, I'm firing my agent because why would yeah, you let them they, put that I in? I don't there? know. I don't know. Because it, it's going to go get filed to the union. Yep. And then guess what? Somebody see this contract? Hey. What? Guess what? There's a clause in Kyler Murray's contract that says he needs to study like an extra 20 hours a week <laughs> away from the facility. What? Huh? And then... Adam Schefter, whomever broke the story, and now it's a, nah, nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah, bro, you don't put anything in there. You put those things in there to protect yourself, <sighs> just like you put clauses. If you do this and this, we can come after your signing bonus. <laughs> if you do this, this, skip that thing, that's why you put it in there. That's correct. Okay. So it was pretty predictable. The coach is going to go yeah, and not the quarterback. Absolutely. Am I in love with the quarterback the way I used to be? No, not so much, because – when he's scrubbing his all of his social stuff right. and he's at war that, with that them. That seems to know, be the new just, thing to go, Skip. I, I know. I, but I, let me ask you a question, Skip. Uh, it seems to me, maybe I'm the only one, they begrudgingly gave him this contract. Yeah, but they gave him the, they gave the whole boatload. They, they gave it's, him the contract. It's 230 guaranteed. Right. It's like Deshaun's. Right. And then they, put that in the, then they put that in the contract. They're like, well, damn. They gave him the money, but they, they must be don't feel comfortable. Well, if you don't feel comfortable, why you give? Mm. I wish somebody give me $230 million and don't feel comfortable with what I, the work I'm doing. That would be, be really nice, wouldn't it? Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, okay. So Bidwell, the son of Michael. the former Omer, yep. He says at the press conference, we will live with the financial consequences. Well, to your point, they're, they're horrible, but they don't count against the cap. Yeah, so yeah. you screwed up. Yeah. Because you just gave Cliff a, a deal this yeah. past offseason. Yeah. You extended him. Yeah, so he, that's at least – that's it, I, Skip, I'm being conservative. That's at least $30 million. He's going to get it – he's making probably at least 6 to $8 million. I'm going to say 30 probably high-end maybe 45 mm. So he also announced that Kyler will have input into the coaching hire. Right. Well, I think you're almost strapped with that because you guaranteed him $230 right. million. You better make sure he's cool with the new guy, right? Okay, now, Kyler. Okay, now, one coach done got fired. The next coach you get fired, that's on you. Yep. Now, we can blame Killer Kingsbury and say, well, he probably shouldn't have got the that's job true. anyway. Yep. But the next coach that get fired, that's you. Yep. You I fired him. Not Michael Bidwell, not the general manager. You would have fired the next coach if he gets fired. If he has input into this. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Because that's the guy you wanted. I thought he wanted Cliff because the big deal was Cliff recruited him back to his junior year in high school. And the offense that Cliff installed was tailor-made to what Kyler does really well. Sure the likelihood, Skip, he's not going to He's not a prototypical quarterback. Huh. So to try to put him in a prototypical, prototypical offense like you do a Brady or like you do one of these, other, that's not what he is. Mm. It doesn't feel real good out in Arizona right now. It, I'm just it not sure where it's heading. Kyle, that's on your resume now. You don't yep. you don't want to get labeled as a coach killer. Mm. Good point. <laughs> Guys, my crew had that Cardinals 49ers game this weekend, so I sat in meetings with Cliff Kingsbury on Saturday, and you got the feeling he definitely saw this one coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Gentlemen, what should the Lakers' long-term plan be concerning Russell Westbrook? That has been an up-and-down situation. Let's dive into that and see what we can solve for L.A. on the other side of this break. Trending story brought to you by Subway, who's upping their game with the all-star Subway series menu. Order by name or number, and they'll do the rest. No LeBron, no Anthony Davis last night to the Lakers, so Russell Westbrook led the charge. 25 points for L.A. and a 122-109 to loss to the Nuggets. Westbrook also had seven boards, seven assists, and seven turnovers while coming off the bench. Now, according to reports, AD plans to begin the ramp-up process to return here very soon. So, Shannon, when AD and LeBron are both healthy and back, will Russ be a positive or a negative force for the Lakers? Uh, He'll be positive. He's been a positive. Uh, I ain't got no problem with Russ. I know what Russ is. I know what I expect from Russ. And when AD and LeBron is back, he doesn't have the ball in his hand nearly as much. He's been great. Um, he was a positive. I mean, the other night when he had 23, 15, and 5, what was he, a positive or a negative? I'm not going to just look with that when Russell plays bad, he's a negative. Russell has played very, very well in the role that, that he and Darvin Ham have carved out for himself. And I have no issue with the way Russ has played this year. I understand that he's going to turn the ball over some, and that's okay because he's, I know there are going to be games he give me 11, 12, 15 assists. So he didn't get, he didn't get off to the great start. He, uh, he missed his first eight shots. But he finished 10 or 21. He said he, uh, his finger dislocated his pinky, so he had to put it back in a couple of times. But I'm not worried about that. I love the way Max Christie has been playing. He's been shooting the ball extremely well. And when LeBron is in there and when AD's back, Russ uh, uh, won't have the ball nearly as much. So the opportunity to turn it over is not nearly as great. Mm. I'm good with Russ. And Russ, I trust. And he ain't going nowhere. Mm. Really? Nope. Boy, you weren't even gone for the I, longest. I did, but, but now he done found a role. He's like, I'm cool with coming off the bench. I'm going to mm-hmm. give y'all seven, eight assists tonight. Mm-hmm. And when Braun and, and, and AD gets back, we can need we can use those seven or eight assists. Mm-hmm. And then when we back in the playoffs and kicking butt, I want to hear what you got to say then. All right. In my career covering the National Basketball Association, I have never, ever seen anything like Russell Westbrook. He has become my favorite player to watch, sometimes for all the wrong reasons. Because when this man gets going downhill with the basketball, hell-bent going to the basket – I don't know what's going to happen. Something spectacular, something mind-blowingly bad because it's one or the other, almost every other possession. It's very close 50-50, great, bad, great, bad, great, bad. I'm going to say when LeBron and AD do return and if they can maintain their health through much of the rest of the season, I'm going to say he's more liability than positive. No, he wasn't no liability when they were there earlier. My God. Shannon. I've what? never seen anything like this. Okay, he had so, the triple seven. Last night, <laughs> he missed his first eight shots. But then you look at the big picture and you, you read off those stat line stats, and they're, they're very good. Yep. He scored 25 points, uh, albeit in a losing effort, but you're playing the best team in the West in my, at the mile-high altitude, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right, so what happened last night? I think it's time once again for our daily Russell Westbrook go, turnover man. blooper uh, video here. Our, the man our, had 15 assists yeah. the other night. You ain't show nothing. Seven. We got seven of them. Here we go. Russ. Whoops. Got to keep that handle. Worst hands I've ever seen in a point guard. <laughs> what was that? Whoops. I don't know what it was. Russ, it's just a bad idea. Russ, come on now. Now think. 
just have a clue. Whoops. Lost the handle. Bad hand. Well, I, I don't know. He hit a wet spot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he walked with the basketball. I don't know. Now we're getting into the fourth quarter, and I. Jokic just took it away from him. <laughs> Shannon, I don't know. I can't defend any of it. They're clownish turnovers because they're clueless, where, where he doesn't have a plan. Like, you're trying to do what? The man just had 15 turnovers on Saturday night. Okay. I mean, 15, 15 assists. assists. He did. And he's highly capable. Okay. I give you that. Okay. So, what did he do from three last night? He went one of four. Well, that means his total went down even worse because he is the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball. He ranks 150th and dead last at 28. Well, nobody five. really shot the three well, so okay. But, Only but, Christie was two or three. Okay, but but he's always bad from three. You cannot trust in Russ from three because no. there are too many West. Who counts on Russ to make threes? Okay, well I don't even know why they let him try threes Please because people him dare him. Well, they just dare him to. And by the way, just from the floor, he's forty-one percent, which is the worst since his rookie year. Well, that that's no good. He he's a career seventy-eight percent free throw shooter, and this year he's sixty-seven percent, which is uh, 11 percentage points down, and that ranks fifth from the bottom in free throw shooting. And guess who's at the bottom? Mason Plumlee. He's the turned. He, now he's got to shoot him left-handed, right? Left-handed. Then Aaron Gordon. Then Giannis. Then Nurkic. And then Gobert. And then Russ. So he's in there with guys who just can't shoot free throws right. to, to begin with. Okay. Turnovers per 36 minutes, he now leads basketball. He's number one in turnovers per 36 minutes. Well, you've reduced his minutes down to 28 minutes, up from, um, down from like 34, 35. Right. So you're, you're actually reducing slightly his turnovers. I think he's fourth in total turnovers. Right. But, but in, in the time he plays 36 minutes, if you do, you, you expand it, it yeah. you project it, well, he's leading the league because that's hard to live with. But when he got LeBron, guess what? What? The assists. Pick up when he got AD assist pick up. Do so they? I don't got I don't have a problem when he turned the ball over four times if he gonna give me thirteen assists. Okay, think of all the empty possessions that I just showed you seven last night. They're just empty trips, and not only that, it's almost like tumultuous turnovers in football. It's almost like pick sixes where you say, "Oh God, that was so bad." It hurts the morale of the whole basketball team because you're like, "Well, we're not hurt. What, we what keep it rough." And I said again, and Russ, okay. I trust. Okay. Do you really? I sure do. Okay. I don't believe LeBron trusts him. I believe he trusts his energy. I, yep. I believe he trusts his his commitment. We need all, we need all that. Yeah. We need all that. Okay. He's going to give it to us. Okay. I believe that LeBron trusts that he's played a whole lot of basketball at yes. this level, at a high level, and that in in bursts and fits and starts, he, he gives you all-star caliber play, right? Yeah. But – but in the big picture, I think he drives LeBron crazy because LeBron still has the highest IQ in basketball, and he knows this is nightmarish to have to put up with that. Russ ain't going anywhere. Okay, but you can't live with that over the long term because it's too many missed threes and it's too many turnovers. Yeah. Okay, Skip, and look, we've established he's not a great three-point shooter, he's not a great free-throw shooter, and he's high turnover. But <laughs> – that's, let's, that's like let, the triple crown. Let's, let's focus on the positive. Okay. He plays with energy. He does. He plays hard, even he though does. he's not a great defender. He tries, and he gives us high assists on a nightly basis. Okay. And he leads your shock troops where he's accepted coming off the bench because he's the runaway sixth man of the okay. year. So Darvin sold him on, hey, think about this. 
you could win another award yeah. that you've never won, and it will only enhance your Hall of Fameness, right? And then once uh, uh, AD gets back and get healthy, you win another award, championship. Yeah. Championship? Are you ready to go there? You're leaning in that direction. If AD can give me like 20 games straight. What does this history <sighs> tell you? There you go. You had to break it. <laughs> well, what does it tell you? It, it, Your odds aren't great. It, it tells me that there, there's not a very high probability of that happening. Yeah. But I can wish. Yeah. I can yeah. hope. You got it in the bubble. Put it out there. Because they had two months off going to the bubble. All I need is five months. Okay. Five months. Five months. Five months. Time. If you give me five months help, we could bring a championship. We could bring a championship, LA. You think so? I think so. Wow. You know, I, I would give you they would be a contender if he could stay from if he's gonna ramp up and come back, I don't know, next couple of games. If if from that moment until the all the way through the end of the playoffs, he could stay completely healthy. Oh, it's over. It's, it's over? over? Yeah, it's over. Okay. With AD giving you that and LeBron giving you what he gives you? Okay, but how many games is LeBron going to give you? That's the problem. Oh, LeBron going to play at least. LeBron played. He played 31 games. He got another 33 in him. 33. Yeah, so yeah, yeah he'll play 64, 64 65 ball games. 64 out of 82. Yeah. Okay, all right. That, it, that all it all depends. It all depends. I mean, okay. we need, if we need to you know, get a game here or there to uh, improve our seating, he'll come in and drop 35, okay. 40. Remember I said this. I'm predicting that at some point, if in, if that starts to happen, they stay healthy and yeah. you're, you're starting to take off, I believe that LeBron James will have a closed-door sit-down with Darvin Ham and tell him, we just can't live with Russ in the fourth quarter anymore. you got to sit him in the fourth quarter. Well, it, everybody knows, other than LeBron and AD, everybody else minutes in the fourth quarter is contingent. Mm. How are you playing at, in that game? How are you playing at that moment? Everybody else, that's how your contingency. Mm-hmm. You're contingent. Okay. LeBron James and AD, they're going to be on the court. Okay, but LeBron said after the loss at Miami that he just didn't think he could win with this team. Even obviously, AD was coming back, and I asked you that day. We, I we said, "Does LeBron know something we don't know that AD's out for the year?" No, he said no, 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 no. But I, I have the utmost confidence in AD. I have the utmost confidence in LeBron and yeah. D. Ham. Uh. Can we can we get healthy and play together for give us give us give us a month? Okay, and if you get Austin Reeves back and you get Lonnie Walker back. And Pat Bev got hurt last night. If you get him back. Max Christie, just keep playing. Okay, Max Christie back. Kendrick Nunn is giving you a little bit here and there. Dennis Schroeder was really good until last so night. Night he was really good. not really good. Really bad. He was okay. really bad. I don't know what happened, but if you look at history, history would tell you that's going well, to that's happen. Well, that's what he is. I mean, right? I mean, I mean, Dennis Schroeder is not a 30-point a night or, or a 20-and-eight guy. That's not what he is. Okay. And Thomas Bryant has been a revelation. And he, he gave us 17 and 10. 17 I mean, he's dealing with yoke. I mean, yeah, yeah. how many guys can do, do a deal with yoke? Okay. Well, maybe you can play AD fewer minutes. Maybe you can rest him more. I mean, I think about this. Yoke only took five shots. A guy that's a two-time league. When have you ever known a two-time, a back-to-back MVP? I think he does not care. How many assists did he have? 16. Okay. That why, that's why I say he the best big in the game. Mm. You keep talking about, oh, on the other end, and Joel Embiid, sweet touch. Can't see this man with the t- telescope. Joel Embiid. Yoke. Yeah, Joel D- Embiid is looking down at this. Don't man. do that. Huh? Nah. Because nah, because see, when he stand on them trophies, he taller than Embiid. Mm-hmm. And them MVP trophies. Yeah. We got two of them. Took yeah. it from him. You do realize we took both of them trophies from him. When it comes to playing defense, Jokic moves like one of those trophies. Yeah, that's okay. As in he, not. Hey. Yeah. You and B can't do anything with Jokic. Uh, he can't do anything with him. Can't, can't do, do anything, anything with him. him. No. Kidding? No. I'm oh. sorry, Skip. I hate well, to bring it to you. And vice versa. No, nah, but, but I, that ain't not strong. You the uh, one that tell me defense. 
Uh, like he Elijah Wan. Mm, he is Elijah Wan. He is. Seven feet tall. He's taller than Elijah. He is taller. Skip, stop it. He, and everybody keep talking about Dirk is the best international player. He's not. Hakeem Olajuwon is the best international player. I'll buy that. Okay. Not Manu Ginobili. Okay. Not Tony Parker. Okay. What is it? Is Does Embiid qualify yes. as international? Yes. Okay. He's from Cameroon. Right. AKC Dream. All right. Now, if you want to say Tim Duncan is for him, okay, for the Virgin no, Islands, no, okay, no, Tim no, Duncan no, is there. Okay. But I, I think they're talking about internet. Over, no, no, no. Yes. Ain't nobody seeing Dream. Over time, it's going to be Joel Embiid. Oh, well, he better start getting some MVPs. Well, he he better will. start getting some championships. He will. And look who my man had to go through to get them championships. My man beat, beat Shaq mm. to get his title. He did. Beat Patrick Ewan, another big. He did. A top 75. Yep. Okay. But Jordan was gone. <laughs> He, he put him he, he made him put, he saw him coming. He saw him coming. What was he doing to Jordan in the regular season? Uh, Jordan was playing baseball. Whatever. Uh, that, that well, what that's you, true. Is that what you call it? Yeah, baseball. <laughs> that's what there's. Uh, go James could play football. He almost played football. He should have. You hate him. A lot <laughs> left to play, guys. It'll be good down the stretch. Mm. It really gets interesting after All-Star. All right, speaking of interesting, Shannon, I got to get your take on one of your former teams. Do you think we're getting closer or further away from Lamar Jackson returning to the football field for the Ravens? That's next on Undisputed. is telling people he plans to return. The Ravens, however, they're not officially saying that. John Harbaugh talked with reporters recently, and he said Lamar has, quote, been working super hard. He's out there again today. I mean, I don't watch the workouts. He's with trainers and hopefully has progressed to the point where he can practice sometime soon. All right, Shannon, if you were Lamar's teammate, would you want him to play? Hell no, I want him to be paid more than I want to win. Mm. And if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm showing up with a T-shirt, pay for play. That's what I want. Because for me, Skip, when I look at it, if you don't see that I'm a special talent right now, what makes you think I'm going to be able to show you that when I'm less than 100%? Mm. So you want me to put, put my career, my future on the line when you're not willing to put your dollars on the line for me. How does that make sense? Make it make sense. I get it. Hey, I'm all about the team. But I need the team to be all about me and my finances also. Yeah. I've done everything I possibly could. I've probably gone out there with some times. I shouldn't have gone out there trying to show you that I'm a team first guy and I'm, going to, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win. But it doesn't seem to, seem to me that you're willing to do whatever it takes for me to get the compensation that I believe I deserve. Yeah. So for me, no, I've always, I, I love to win, but I'm always wanting my teammates to get paid first. Okay. I told you yesterday. Usually I would say you cannot quit on your team with the playoffs looming, yeah. but your team already quit on you, yes. so I'm good with it. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. I do believe if Shannon Sharp were a teammate of his right now, there would be a part of you, a part of you saying, bruh, I need you. I need you to come play. Get full well realizing what the circumstance is and what the risk is. Yeah. But, but there'd be a part of you like, God, we got no shot if you don't play. No, we got no shot, Skip. But I, but I would feel so bad if this man went out there and I done begged this man to play and he hurt himself. And I know that man just cost himself $200 million, Skip. Because here's the thing. He's never been more valuable. Since he's gone down, they haven't scored 17 points in yep. any of the games that he's been out. Look at that offense look. Yep. Okay, that's what y'all want to look like moving forward. Mm -hmm. 
So I keep hearing and reading these quotes from John Harbaugh. And yesterday, our man Adam Schefter, that you and I know very yep. well, mm-hmm. reported there's a strong possibility that Lamar will play at the Cincinnati. The team putting that out. Okay, you, you bingo got it. <laughs> the team put, so, they try to so, put pressure on him. So try to analyze these words from John Harbaugh. He's out there working super hard. He says, I, I haven't watched the workouts, but I know he's with the trainers working super hard. Well, you probably don't know that mm-hmm. because I don't know that he's working super hard to get back because I don't think he wants to come back. Even if you don't see the workouts, you get an update. The trainers yeah. tell the coaches right. what's going on. But if I'm Lamar, I got on can- noise canceling headphones. I can't hear any of the noise that y'all talking yeah. about me playing or what transpiring. Hey. I'm over here. I'm, I'm rehabbing because I think I might be rehabbing for my next team. <laughs> that is correct. More John Harbaugh. He wants to play. There's no doubt. Uh, he says, that's my feeling. Okay, that's your feeling, yes. but I don't believe that's the truth. Mm-mm. He goes on to say, you know I love Lamar. Well, I don't doubt that. Yes. Uh, I, I love everything about Lamar, says John Harbaugh. Always have, always will. He's working hard and he's in good spirits. I doubt he's in good spirits because he's angry, and and he should be. Yes. Right? So you're putting that out there, slowly, subtly adding pressure to the fire that is starting to burn underneath this situation. Because I've told you from the start, this is the most fascinating situation in sports right now, but it's a little under the radar because the radar won't find it until we get to a playoff game and the team says, we think he's ready to go, and he doesn't go. Right. That's when it's going to hit the the national fan. Exactly. Because a whole lot of people are going to say, wait a second, Lamar could play, but he won't? Right. Well, a whole lot of people will say, boy, I get that. And there's going to be a segment of those people who won't love it because yes. there's going to be a segment of Ravens fans who are going to say, come on, Lamar. They, they're all about the Ravens. Well, they, sure. look at, they look at the, the player as expendable commodities. Yeah. And so Lamar Jackson has to do what's in the best interest of him and his family moving forward because I've done what was in the best interest for the Ravens, and it hasn't benefited me financially because after my third year, Skip, I won the MVP in my second year. So after my third year, you could – and I, that's when I won the playoff game. Skip, remember I went to Tennessee and won a playoff play. game. You could have come to me after that season, give me a contract. You didn't. After year four, you could have come to me and given me a contract. You didn't. Here I am in year five, and now all of a sudden you want me to go out there after I hurt my Ooh. knee. Y'all see what it is? Y'all see what's going on out there? You see how you look without me? <laughs> okay. So, how does this play out? Well, I thought maybe last week, maybe this week, that all of a sudden, Mr. Bashadi comes through with a big new deal. No. And it would be a big Happy days announcement where everybody's hugging, and all of a sudden we're ready for the playoffs. I don't think they can get. I guess they could. They could. They could do a deal. But I think at this point in time, it's like, look, let's just go into the offseason and see where we are. I just know they're not trying to guarantee. They're not trying to guarantee this contract. Well, you want to talk about playing hardball? Remember when we repicked our Super Bowl teams? You loved this I team did. to the point that you picked You're them great. to win I the did. whole thing, I did. right? I did. Okay. Well, don't think that Steve Bashotti at that point or Ozzy or whoever up in the front office is sitting back saying, Shannon's right. Yeah. We got a real shot yeah. here to go play. You got a shot with Lamar, a okay. healthy Lamar, a happy okay. Lamar. All right. And he's neither of those things. Okay. He's neither happy or healthy. I got it. So they're not willing to pay the price for a playoff run that should be paid, but that, that he has earned. They're not willing to yeah. do that. And because of that, it makes me doubt the longer-term future of Lamar with the Ravens. I, I agree, Skip. Yep. I, I totally agree. Because, but here's the thing that I know. 
you cannot, if I go to ship a package, FedEx, UPS, and I only pay half the price, that package is going to sit right there until somebody <laughs> comes and pay full price to get it shipped. That's if I'm right. Lamar Jackson, I'm going to sit on my butt until somebody pay me full price yeah. to get out there and play. Yeah. This is ugly, but they started it. Yes. And he's finishing yes. it. Yes. 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 Oh, take that. No, 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 no. That man says, look, especially after I just saw last Monday night, a week ago, and y'all want me to go out there and do what? <laughs> Thank you. All eyes on this situation in the NFL world, that's for sure, guys. All right, another situation unfolding in the NFL world. Yep. Are the Patriots going to move on from Bill Belichick? Is that mm. even possible? Mm. Let's discuss on the other side of this break. plans on returning for his 24th NFL season. After finishing this season with an 8-9 record and missing the playoffs, the Patriots head coach told reporters, quote, nobody's satisfied with that. That's not our goal. We need to improve on that. So that's all of us. Accountability everywhere, starting with me. This one got me, guys. The Patriots haven't won a playoff game since that Super Bowl win over the Rams after the 2018 season. Ooh. Shannon, what do you think? Should the Patriots want Belichick back? Yeah, yeah. Coach Belichick is one of these coaches, Skip. He should be allowed to leave when he's ready. Like a John Wooding, Wooden, Coach mm -hmm. Wooden, Coach Smith, Pop, Coach Shula, Red Auerbach, Gino Armarena, or Oriema, mm -hmm. and Coach K. I believe Coach Knight would have been still at Indiana had his if behavior hadn't become so reprehensible. They had no choice they had no but choice. to get him up out of there. Agreed. And I believe Coach Belichick, as long as his behavior doesn't become reprehensible or he does something so egregious that Mr. Kraft has no choice, I believe Coach Belichick, with what he's done with his resume, that body of work, he should say, hey, I'm ready to go or I want to come back. And I believe he should be allowed. But, Skip, you know I've said – I'm going to give Coach Belichick the credit. I gave him the lion's share of the credit when Tom was there. Mm -hmm. I've got to give him the lion's share of the blame. And everybody keeps talking about, look at that roster. That roster is not talented. He picked those damn players. Everyone so if the else. roster isn't talented, it's his fault. Mm -hmm. He drafted. He's doing the shopping. He's cooking the groceries. Or he's doing Instacart. Or however the groceries get home and whatever mm -hmm. he put in there, that's his doing. Correct. So I'm not going to excuse him for talking about, oh, this roster isn't talented when he put the players on the roster. Mm. But all that being said, Skip, I still believe he should be allowed to come back. Mm. And I believe that he will. Okay, but for how long? As long as he won't do. Well, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, you Robert can't. Kraft will not allow that. What about? He uh, is the keeper of the kingdom, and at some point he's going to make have to make a very hard call here because I said from the start it was 75% Brady and 25% Belichick, and I believe slowly but surely Belichick has been exposed because he can't build a football yeah. team. But this team looks poorly coached to me. You wait, wait, hell, he got two guys that ain't never called an offensive player in their life doing what it. What was that about? Because I'm still convinced he wanted his hand in the offense to polish his okay, genius I, as I can do both sides of the ball, so right? Get, well, then how about this? I'm going to give him another dollop of blame. I'm going to heap another dollop of okay. blame on his plate. All right, do it, okay? Because I look at all these negative stats and, and negative penalty yards that they're fourth worst and they're dead last in red zone touchdown percentage and they're 26th in third down percentage. 
And all this keeps coming back to Matt Patricia's calling the plays, or maybe Belichick's yeah. calling a lot of the plays. Yeah. Joe Judge is the quarterback coach. What are you doing? Can I ask you a question? Now, I told you from the start, that's comical to me. How do we put people in position they're not qualified to be in and then be surprised by the results in which we get? Who's surprised that the offense regressed from where it was last year when you had a competent offensive play caller in Josh McDaniel okay. as opposed to these two? How long did they have in their prospective jobs? Joe Judge lasted a year. Matt Patricia lasted a year too long. That's correct, in Detroit. Yes. I did, okay? So I watched last Sunday, and, and again, Buffalo was obviously – there was high emotions yeah. running, but they, they returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown, and then they doubled down and do it again. Did it again. It's Belichick. Yes. That doesn't happen to Bill Belichick. He got a punt blocked. That game at Las Vegas ended that, – that was the worst ending to a football game I think I've ever seen. Exactly. And it reflects poorly on, on the, the head coach. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. That, that, so- that's, on him. That, that's on his plate. I mean, you want the credit. You want us to give you credit. And I gave you the lion's share of the credit. Well, damn it, I'm going to give you the lion's share of the blame. You picking the players. You have put people in position that they're not qualified to be in. Okay. I'm not saying they're not qualified to be coaches. But uh, Matt Patricia is a defensive guy. Joe Judge is a special team guy. Maybe put Joe Judge ass back in special teams and you wouldn't have had those kicks run back. Put uh, uh, him on uh, Matt Patricia on the defensive side and maybe down the stretch you don't give up leads. But they should not be calling up his plays. Mac Jones regressed on every, I mean, touchdown passes, interception, his QBR dropped 16 points. They went from 6th in scoring with Josh McDaniel calling the play to 17th. 15th in total offense to 26th. Second in red zone scoring to 32nd. They're dead last in red zone scoring because you got guys that's never called plays on that side of the ball. Thank you. And you wound up last year, you did make the playoffs, and you lost 47 to 17 to Buffalo, and now you missed, missed the playoffs. playoffs. Okay. And you wonder why. Like, man, why is our offense struggling? Yeah. Because you put people in position they're not qualified to be in, so you shouldn't be surprised by the results. Robert Kraft cannot be pleased with this. Don't be surprised by the results for the work that okay. you didn't put in. I got it. It's a very unpatriot, unbelichekian finish to the season, that's for sure. All right, guys, let's move on to the NBA. Steph Curry, his return. Chef you guys Steph. think that's going to vault the Warriors back to the top of the NBA? Let's discuss when Undisputed comes back right here on FS1. All right, Steph Curry, he just might return to action tonight. He practiced yesterday, now listed as questionable for tonight's game. If he plays, it would be his first action since injuring that shoulder December 14th. Shannon, will Steph turn the Warriors back into contenders? Yeah, now that they can't win on the road, they couldn't win on the road when he was there. Uh, but he's playing unbelievable. He's having an unbelievable season, 30.6 rebounds, 6 assists on 50% shooting in 26 games. But they're going to need Jordan Poole to be the guy that they gave a $140 million extension. And Clay is offensively starting to find his rhythm and play a lot better. But I just don't see them, Skip, with the way they're losing on the road, and they lost the game at home the other night. But that road record is concerning to me. Okay, but the, the West is so wide open, it's begging for somebody to jump in and steal it. And yes. they got as much sort of championship character. That's why I said the Lakers. See what oh, I said? You just said oh, it's loaded. It's oh. a, it ain't no uh, mythological team. Oh. It is there for the taking, and we about to take it. Well, that depends on LeBron's ankle. <laughs> then you go see that you go to Bulldogs. <laughs> ain't nobody talking about Steph Curry. And they be it's going to be a wild ankle. finish to the NBA season for the West. Great job today, guys. We're out of time. We're back tomorrow. 